on the new Bay Hub podcast. Get, get, get the deep Bay Area vibe. Bay, 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 Bay Hub podcast. Let's go! Two Bay Area guys, Domingo and Neil. This is it. This is it. shaking peoples what's happening what's 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 going on it's summertime it's lovely it's gracious um i am your host dj hella good and i got my man i am your host mr neil and it is going to be a thrill today <laughs> yes it is um today is already a beautiful day it's i'm i'm loving the uh the summertime i really am um i just embrace it so much uh and I'm about to go swimming, and so hang out with family, mm-hmm. 4th of July. Um, it's it's a trip, because, uh, you know, when you're younger, you used to party, kick right. it, hang out. We used to drink 40s back in the day. When I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> Mad Dog, 2020. Oh, yeah. Indeed, 2020. <laughs> that was my first drink, too, man. Was like, it? Alcohol drink, drink, yeah. Oh, my God. That was my first one. Everybody else was doing, like, steals. I just went for that just because it looked pretty good. <laughs> and now as you get older, right, your palate changes and like uh, the taste changed. Like I, I can't even remember the last time I had like a cheap alcohol, you know, like a, a yeah. 40, a Mickey or like a, a Schlitz or <laughs> or Miller Lite. <laughs> you know, my mom used to love Miller High Life. I would never touch those things ever. Even a Paps. That's like I haven't even had a Paps in a very long Miller and... And Coors are like just, you're drinking water, just brown water. Yeah. You know, and yeah, it's just, you're right. After you taste, you, you're, after you get your real taste of a real drink, you don't want to go back and think about this. Remember when, when you first had whatever you was digging when you was in your 20s, right? Mm-hmm. It may not have been an expensive bottle, but you dug it and you never went back. You never went backwards. No, exactly. Yeah, no, uh, I actually progressed. Pretty, yeah. pretty much. Now, I mean, I used to drink. Uh, I used to drink ports. I used mm. to drink a lot of ports, a lot of um, Guinnesses. Um, I was in the Guinness. I was in the ports. Yeah. I was in the Stouts gotcha. for a minute. N- Newcastle was like mm. the hit for a minute, and then um, I, I got the taste of an IPA, and I never went back. IPAs, you know, that's a nice drink. I got into it two years ago, maybe three, and you're right. My first one was Racer 5. Nice. Yeah, I like Racer 5. Racer 5 was my first one. And it's like, what am I drinking here? I know. Why didn't no one introduce that to me in Maryland? Because we're raised with, you know, Bud Light, Bud, Corona, drinking water, Corona. You Rolling still Rock. drink Corona. Yeah, I do. I do a Corona for the summertime. <laughs> corona and summer goes together. Like, it does, actually. You know, yeah. happiness in summer. You can't drink a lot of IPAs in, in the hot heat. No, nah, no. Nah, yeah. No, nah, you really can't, man. No, nah, no. Nah. It's not even made for like that. But it definitely fills you up, and it's like a meal. In a, in a, it's a liquid meal. Facts. You know? It is, man. Um, do you have any favorite? Uh, well, I'm, then I graduated to whiskey. Yeah. And so now I'm a whiskey guy. Like, I like whiskey. I got I, into whiskey since you met me. I've been knowing you, what, about six, seven years? So yeah. Around that time, that's when I got heavy into whiskey because I was just a vodka guy, vodka, tequila guy. Yeah. 
you know, and then I got introduced to whiskey. And, you know, like that's probably my number one go-to. Especially if if I'm by myself, I would do whiskey. Mm-hmm. And it's not a lot. I won't drink a lot of whiskey because God help me. That's so boring drinking by yourself. Like somehow Mr. Um, <laughs> Mr. Douglas was saying. But, um, yeah, I, I will... I'm not a, I am not a um, loner when it comes. I'm a social drinker. Mm. But if if I'm watching a movie, I get that ice, two ice cubes, pour a little bit, and just enjoy that. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. What whiskey did you go to first when you start drinking it? No, I was a uh, Jack Daniel, so I didn't have any oh, ed- education. Yeah. You know, because it was just whiskey. Like I like the taste, and so it would be Jack Daniels. Then it'd be. Um, uh, shoot, High West. I was drinking High West for a minute, and then um, Angel, like uh, the Angel Envy. Like, oh. actually, you're the one that was hooking me up with all the whiskeys, <laughs> too. And so I started taking more notice to the the whiskeys because gotcha. you know you had the hookup, and right. you know, off the, uh, you know, I was getting a little man. back. I was getting a little backdoor service from my man back Dude. here. <laughs> I was educating myself because I learned. It's kind of like with. Well, I learned about bottles, and we're, we're going to go into it, but while well, I learned about whiskey, bottles, and other drinks, the good ones aren't the commercial ones. Yeah. You know, like yeah, all exactly. the great ones weren't nothing you saw really advertised on TV. Yeah. You know, Angel Envy, when's the last time you saw in a Super Bowl commercial, try Angel Envy. And no, there isn't any. Walter Payton is holding the bottle, you yeah, know? Yeah, Rare and Eagle. You where, know? Yeah, it, it just, it's just not where, you know, I was just learning. That's how I was learning. Hmm. I was going for the stuff for, with the hookup I had, the stuff I'd never seen before. Right. So I was like, let me try that one. Oh, it has a cork. That mean got to be something good, <laughs> you know? It's not a little screw off. Right, right. So You're, um, you're right, though. You're right. But, you know, they say, just think when you think you know something, you really don't know it because it's going to be other people who know more. Yeah. And that's what today is going to be. It's going to be an education, not for just you and I, but the people listening. Facts. So this is, I was really excited about today. And I was stoked. Yes. With the guest we got today. Indeed, indeed. So without further ado, we'd like to welcome our, our guest, our whiskey uh, connoisseur um, of many, many different types and flavors and barrels. The mm. guy has a barrel full of knowledge um, when it comes to whiskey and, um, and spirits. So without further ado, welcome to the Bay Hub table, Mr. Douglas Smith. Professor Douglas Smith. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, uh Neil and uh, <laughs> what's up, man? <laughs> Neil and Domingo, hey, thanks for having me here. It's, it's great. I love to show or I love to share uh, the whiskey. Um, I, I'm, I, yes, I'm, I'm a whiskey lover. Uh, I know a good amount about it, but there's, there's a lot more to know, and uh-huh. I'm happy to share. Uh, but my, my big thing is um, appreciating for what it is and drinking responsibly, just like you're talking about. Don't don't like to over drink it because uh, you can't enjoy it that much. And I always right. feel, you know, life is all about memories. It's all about memories. So what goods, uh, what goods the night before if you can't remember it? Oh, <laughs> oh man, yeah. true. 
unless somebody <laughs> else is telling the story. You're yeah. like, you remember what you did? Oh, oh like, those are the worst. Well, those those the, are the worst stories. As long as they know how to embellish properly. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Yeah, you're right about that. Indeed. First question off the bat for you, Mr. Doug, Mr. Smith. What got you into loving whiskey? Oh, well, that's uh, kind of a, a long story. So I used to be, um, I used to be an engineer. Uh, until I started drinking, oh, um, and then um, um, I had to had to quit the engineering because uh, it turned out there just wasn't enough time for the the whiskey and the engineering. <laughs> and so I, right. I don't drink a lot, okay, but what I drink is good. And so so basically, I was I was um, looking for a uh, kind of a side gig or a business, looking to buying a, a bar or, or a gas station, and I came across this opportunity to take over uh, whiskeys of the world. Oh. Uh, but to me, whiskey was just a strong drink that you mix with Seven Up uh, in order to palate, or you shot it, you know, in the college days. Um, but so I started learning about it, getting into it, and reading what is it about the whiskey. So I started, you know, basically studying it uh, and the kinds of things I've been talking to you about, uh, the flavors and everything that goes into it. I had I had no idea, and so it's like art appreciation. You start learning about the architecture of the buildings, or you start learning about the painting and the styles, and when you see it. You get a lot more out of it. You get a lot more appreciation for it. And so now all of a sudden I'm drinking this whiskey for these flavors, the cinnamon, the nutmeg, the vanillas, the caramels. Is that there? It's like, oh, it is. Uh, you're approaching it properly. It's like, my God, there's so much flavor in here. And I've always been kind of um, um, a foodie. I've always enjoyed uh, good food. And, um, you know, the whiskey kind of goes right along with that because the flavors are intense and, and they're, they're intense yet mild and subtle. And if you like all these flavors and you, you put them together, I mean, it's something you can really enjoy. So um, so at that point, I bought the business because I thought it was cool. And then after uh, you know, I learned about the products, like, oh, my God, I can see why you get a cult following to this. Right. And then when I meet people, it's like, oh, I don't like whiskey. It's like, because <gasps> you never learned how to drink it right. Yes. Um, yes it's, like, a- it's like concentrated flavoring, okay, like perfume. It's not good in large quantities. But when you take that small sip, you allow it to open up all those flavors, and you get all that out of it. It's like, oh my god! And you start combining it with chocolates or cheeses or um, I right. mean, um, and different foods. Um, then then it enhances. Just, oh my god! There's such a world to go out there with it. Um, and so you know, people with sensitive palates, people who can really appreciate like teas or coffees, are actually good candidates for enjoying uh, the whiskey also. Interesting. Yeah, you were talking about mm-hmm. that earlier, but I definitely want to get into it because you were talking about the teabag theory mm-hmm. is what I'm mm-hmm. calling it now. <laughs> it's a teabag theory of like barrels and like how it all like changes the flavor and oh stuff. It does. But yeah. um, you know, like um, a person like you, like not a lot of people are exposed to something like this. You know, because we were raised and just like it had a job. It didn't matter how it tasted. You know, it didn't matter. <laughs> it just had to do this job of just getting me numb or like away from my fears and to my troubles to, yeah. to the next level. But this is like a totally different. This is an appreciation for the actual art of the craft mm-hmm. whiskey. So if you can just give us a little bit of a exactly what you do. Um, you have like a, from what I'm hearing, you have like um, a, a following on your Facebook mm-hmm. and you do like these zooms. Um, like um, so, so yeah. So during the pandemic, I, uh, yeah. so I used to do these live events. But I, I did. So I started a nonprofit foundation called the Whiskey Education Foundation uh, because I'm, I'm big about um, 
appreciating and responsible uh, consumption and usage of it. Because, um, you know, whiskey, it, it's, a da- it's a poison. It will kill you. Um, but in the right proportions, like a lot of other things, you know, um, it can, there can be health benefits depending on, on the person, depending on, on your metabolism, your DNA. You know, some people should never touch it. Uh, because yeah. they, they're just, you know, it's their DNA and how, oh. how they process it. Uh, and some people, you know, can, can enjoy it, but then once they hit, once they hit that, that, uh, that summit where they go over, you know, be, be, because they've had too much and they're abusing it, you know, then they have to stop. They can never go back. And so it, it's a big thing of uh, educating people how dangerous it is uh, to you. Uh, but educating is like how much flavor, how much benefit you can get from it and, and using it uh, responsibly and enjoying it, you know, for what it is. Um, and, um, uh, yeah, enjoying it. And, and because it, there are a lot goes into make it, the people, the distillers who make it, I mean, it's their passion and, and you, you talk to them and, you know, they're not making it, you know, as, as an alcohol, as a drug, right? They're making it as, as a, um, liquid art. And there's yeah. so much that goes into it. There's so many varieties or ways to, to create these different flavors. And so that's what happens with, with these events. Um, we go through, I like going through a variety of different, um, well, f- for starters, I like going through a variety of different styles so you can definitely taste, hey, here's a rye, here's a bourbon, here, here's a malt. Um, and so, I mean, it's clearly, even if you don't have an extremely sensitive palate, you can clearly uh, feel and get the difference of, of these types of styles. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah, I love it. <laughs> What's okay? Um, and I know a lot of people could taste the difference, but what's the difference between scotch and whiskey? Well, um, whiskey is the superset, right? It's all whiskey. Whiskey, it, it's a it's a it's a fermented grain. Uh, it's a fermented grain which has then been distilled and then maturated. So it's like taking a beer, removing the alcohol and then uh, aging it in a barrel, an oak barrel, where you get the flavor. So similar to, to brandy or cognac, uh, that's a wine, which has been distilled, you remove the alcohol, then you, you put it in a barrel and, and age it. And so um, so the distillation is basically means you're separating. You're separating the alcohol from, from the beer. Uh, and if you, do, if you do a really good job of it, uh, you get vodka, okay? So, so part of the distillation is, you don't want to do a great, uh, you do not want to do a perfect job of that. And so there's a limit to how much you can distill it because after the distillate comes out, you still want to be able to pick up some of the uh, essence of what the raw materials were that went into it the water, the yeast, uh, the different types of, of um, grains. So, as you know, beer, right? You're talking about the beers earlier. All those different types of beers are made with different types of grains. Uh-huh. And there's different kinds of roasting levels, you know, the, the, the chocolate roasting, or, and, and all that affects the flavor. That all goes into whiskey also, also will affect the flavor. And so when you distill it, right, you don't want to remove all that. So you only dis- you're not going to distill it past 160 proof. Um, and then once it's distilled, you're going to put it into the barrel. And as I was talking earlier, I like to think of a good way to think of the barrel is like a tea bag. Uh, and so the distillate comes out, it's, it's clear, uh, and then it picks up flavor from that barrel or the tea bag. And so the environment, so when you're in a hot environment, right, it's like a hot tea bag, you're going to get flavor more quickly. 
when you're in a cold environment or balmy like like Scotland, it's, it's always kind of cold and balmy. Okay. The products take a lot more time to mature there. That's mm-hmm. why you know eight you get at least eight years, yeah. you know, eight to twelve years, kind of the sweet spot because it's a cold tea bag, yeah, and so it takes more time to get it. But at the same time, you're getting more interaction with the wood, and so and there's other things in the wood that that then are going to create a different um, a flavor, or the, also the wood is charred. So that charring, right, that's carbon. So the carbon acts as a filter. That also going to smooth it out uh, a bit. And so there's a big deal with the age. And so nice. it's going to, so in, in Kentucky or, or, or the desert, um, it's going to mature faster because you got that hot tea bag. Mm. But you're going to have less interaction with the wood. So there'll be different, different aspects there. And so, um, and these are all different variations that, that the distillers and blenders will put together to create their product. And, and um, you know, sometimes it takes a long time to find out what that end result is going to be because, you know, it takes, um, mm. you know, three years or longer, you know, for, for a decent bourbon. Uh, you'll see some bourbons come out at six months or a year. You know, um, they're, they can still be uh, pretty good products. Okay. Even, okay. even at the younger age uh, yeah. because, you know, the, there's more knowledge. Um, the distillation or, or, you know, we had no more about, uh, you know, the stills and how, how to do the cuts and how to create a uh, product, but you still, there's never going to be a substitute for a certain amount of age and that interaction with the wood. Got you. I have one. So, so first of all, um, uh, okay. So whiskey and sex is, is there's similarities to it. Quite a few. So, um, one <laughs> similarity listening, is, okay. It's a lot of fun to talk about. But eventually you got to have it. So we're sitting yes. here too long. So I want to okay. talk about this first whiskey. It's, it's a whippersnapper from Oregon. A whippersnapper. Uh, whipper, yeah, whippersnapper from Oregon. So this is a whiskey. Okay, so um, again, and it's just a, it's a grain that's been fermented and then matured. So this grain, it's, it's uh, heavy in, um, in malt, mm-hmm. but, but it, so it's a whiskey. So a bourbon means it's um, mainly corn, 51% corn. Right. A scotch or malt are, are mainly uh, from, from malted barley. Yeah. Uh, but this one is a whiskey because there, there's no, it's just, it's got grain in there. there there's no um, dominant grain here. But this one is high in, in, um, in malt. And so you're, you're going to know, this is a lighter. Yeah break, yeah, break this down. So how, we, how are we going to conduct the, the tasting? Because I'm still kind of privy. I'm green to all of this. So break it down to me, Douglas. So, so, so the first thing you, you want to do is you want to use your olfactory, your nose, right? Because that's the most sensitive. Your, your taste buds, um, uh, you pick up kind of four, four or five main kind of flavors. The front is going to be sweetness. The sides of your tongue going to pick up a, a saltiness and, and yeah. sourness. And the back is a bitterness. In the middle, a kind of um, a uh, unami. I mean, I'm sorry, unami. I always have a hard time uh, saying that. But you know, it's uh, unami. unami. Not not unami. unami. It's a uh, it's a yeah umami. You know, oh like, umami. Like, umami. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Shout out so, to so umami, umami, which which is a savory uh, kind of savory <laughs> flavor. Okay, and so those those kind of five all combine and create kind of like your 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 color wheel, right? You have three basic colors, and from that you can get a lot of different uh, colors out of it. But uh, but the olfactory, your olfactory is a lot more sensitive, and so you get a lot more out of that. So you, I mean, if you plug your nose and drink drink the wine or eat uh-huh. your food, right? When you're a kid, you plug your nose and you're eating the bad tasting, you know, veggies because uh-huh. you don't get as much out of it. So the nose is very important. So the first thing we want to do is we want to smell that. We want to put our nose right. kind of in the middle of the glass. 
Oh, yeah. if, you, if you put your nose on the edge, you tend to get more uh, ethanol, but in the middle, you're going to get more of the, the oh, esters, wow. you're the, right, the, you're the, right, the you're right. flavors. So in the middle. So you, you notice this one. This is a little bit more kind of malty, uh, mm -hmm. and so the malty is going to be kind of floral, a little bit of floralness. And it has a sweet smell to it, or is it yeah, just it's, 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 Yeah, very sweet. So, I mean, in there. It is sweet. So this is going to be a lighter, sweeter floral. Uh, it's, it's a fun This is like a, again, it's not a very expensive whiskey, um, but it's... It's it's good. What uh, it's well worth well worth. How know, much does a whippersnapper cost? Yeah, I don't know. It's somewhere Give around like somewhere around thirty dollars. Okay, okay. So, yeah, it's in my so, range basically. Yeah. <laughs> so so <laughs> this, uh, it's, it's a well worth it, but but this is a you know good it's starter. A, um, good starter. Good it's starter. It's in his whippersnapper's range. Right, yeah. Because <laughs> when, when we get to you know the bourbons, you know the lot. <clears throat> quite much fuller, more more bold, but this is yeah, um, this is light. But this is a very pleasant, and so you know now you take a little sip of that, get that into the middle of your tongue, let it sit there a little bit. Oh, and when okay, mm -hmm. when you're drinking, okay, breathe in, and and kind of, I'm, I'm kind of sucking in air, and right before that liquid hits my uh, hits my tongue, that air is getting wafted up into my olfactory, and mm -hmm. I get that flavor. So mm. you smell it first, and then kind of. Sip it. Right. I'm sucking in air. Yeah. And right right when it hits my, my tongue, I kind of uh, just get the whiff of, of, of the flavors there. But now, right. but now I get the, now put that on your tongue. Let it sit there. You, you want to start kind of in the center and let it engulf all your, all your taste buds. If it hits the front of your tongue first, you'll get the sweetness. And it might seem kind of light. But once it starts engulfing the rest of your tongue, right. it's like, oh, it gets a little bit of fullness. You probably yeah. have that before in some wines right now. Yes. It's like, yeah, that's really light, yes. sweet wine. Then after a while, it's like, oh, hey, it's building up. Because it probably then started getting to the rest of your tongue. Interesting. All right. Man, when you said do the air thing, yeah, I tasted whatever. You know, I know you had the flavor. Yeah, I had the flavor. Yeah. It just has to be the first time but now, that's happened. <laughs> <laughs> now, let, let that sit on your tongue for a while. Just hold okay. that for a few seconds. And um, and, and you'll get you know, more of the floral, the sweetness. Then you'll know, let that uh, mm -hmm. go down. And, and um, it's got a nice, pleasant finish. It does. It has a really it nice does. finish to it. And the plant, the finish is going to, it's not going to be extremely long. This is not, a, not an old whiskey. T oh. Typically, the older it is, the longer it's been in the barrel, the, the more complex and longer that finish will be. Yeah, um, it's like a like a there's like a film mm, to it, mm. and I've had like a 200 year barrel whiskey. Shout out to DJ Mark um, at his wedding, and it was mm. so delicious. It was incredibly delicious. But like you said, there's like this uh, there was this like this texture to it. And it was like smooth and like silky. So now now you, you feel the kind of the fruity at the end. Mm -hmm. Why don't you follow a little sip of water? So so it's good to. Um, Intersperse, and now you know the water is nice, uh, refreshing, and, yes. and, and, um, and wipes but, it away, right? Yeah, Clean but it, it, it's really nice to kind of you, you have a sip of whiskey, a sip of water, you, you need to de keep hydrated, right? Because gotcha. the whiskey will dehydrate you. Uh, and Thanks. so, sip of the water, sip of the whiskey, but the water will end up making that sweeter or the, the whiskey even sweeter <clears throat> and very pleasant. Um, mm. and for a lot of times, uh, for people who just I can't handle the whiskey, it's, it's just. They don't like it. If you follow, if you start with water, mm -hmm. coat your tongue with the water. So you have these water molecules on your tongue. Okay. And you hit it with that whiskey following it. That's going to all of a sudden soften it up and sweeten it up. And it's like, oh, my God, it's more enjoyable. And Good it's point. Like all of a sudden, ah, I'm not enjoying the whiskey anymore. Okay, have some more water mm. and follow it with it. Of course, yeah. you can mix the water in, in, in the whiskey, right, also to mild it out or, or 
um, yeah, on to, the rocks, to dilute right? it. That's why they call it you. on the rocks. So, yeah, on, on the rocks. So when you, you're putting it on ice, ice is going to inhibit flavors. Mm. Uh, and so it's, it's going to make it a little bit sweeter. Uh, and, and there's nothing wrong with it, right? It's just a different product. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the ice in there, you, know, you have a different drink. Completely. So, but there's nothing wrong with the ice. Yeah. It's just, it's a different drink. Yeah. So it and doesn't course, dilute it. And well, dilute well, yeah, it is going to be diluting yeah, it. Yeah, but, but as it dilutes it, you might start getting more flavors too. Um, sometimes, you know, the, the 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 proof it is, a distiller or, or, or a blender or the, you know, the whiskey maker might put out certain, the whiskey at certain proofs because it's going to extenuate certain um, aspects or certain flavors that they really want. Okay. And so that's okay. So in general, a lower proof you'll you can taste more because it's not numbing your, your taste buds as much. Interesting. So why would a, a distiller put it at a higher proof? Well, because <laughs> well because they might be accentuating different flavors that that distiller really likes in that. Mm. Uh, and also, you know, the cast proof you 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 can you know water it down and put it to what you like it to. It's going to be I mean oh, yeah. a whole variety of, of right. drinks. Um, oh okay, I see what right. you're saying. Right. So you can water it down yourself. You might it like be. it at the high proof. You might enjoy adding water to it and, and um getting it to the lower values but it so could it gives be designed specifically how you make it as well so they're like okay i see what you're saying but but everyone's palate is a little bit different right? true, and, true. And, and again as i told you before your palate will change by the day also so wow. you know try your old forester again in another day or maybe have it with some cheese or, or some right. other food you might you might decide you like it no way and then yeah. you, and, and you might not right so so um did you buy that cheese, by the way? No, I couldn't find it. <laughs> the white I couldn't, I couldn't find it, man. It was driving me apeshit. <laughs> I told you. It was that. driving it's me crazy, special. man. It's special. It was driving me crazy. Oh, That's so a trip. Dougie. Dougie. I'm sorry. Dougie. Douglas. On a quick note, before we try another sample, what whiskey taste don't you like? Because you got... Some are just charcoal. Some you just taste the wood. Some is too sweet. If you have to name a type, you re- it's really not your fancy. Oh man, Which you're gonna, gonna bag be? on. You're gonna bag on somebody. Oh, well, on that's a bottle. A, you don't have to say the company. Oh, you're not. No, that's not yeah, yeah, but the type. That, oh, okay. That, that, that's that's a, a tough question. I mean, I mean, that, no, there is no type that okay. I'm not gonna like. Right? There might be one that's not done well. Right, and then it you know, might also be the mood um, that you're in, what you're having with, um, mm. you know. For, for instance, um, rye whiskey might not be my first choice to go to. I might take a bourbon over that, mm. but if I'm having a salad, that uh, that rye whiskey is going to go a lot better with a salad than a bourbon. Interesting for, for me because <laughs> the whiskey the, 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 salad, the, hey man, the hey, rye. I, has, I'm has, down with that. The rye <laughs> kind of has, has a more floral. It has a uh, wow. kind kind of a. Um, herbal essence to it mm. you can try right here uh, so you put that with a salad with a vinaigrette or mm. a blue cheese yeah. these, it's like right. that rye works with that and so rye with salad so if I'm having a salad I'm going to pick the rye first alright go prove it go make us a salad <laughs> no I'm definitely going to go home and make me a salad and give me a rye I never thought about whiskey with a salad me neither I mean with I never. meat cheese that makes a lot of yeah, sense I'm cheese, always thinking meats like well, the hell, if I'm gonna have a salad, it's gotta be water, orange juice, apple juice. Right. I didn't even think like a whiskey. Wow, Doug. Interesting. That is, that you, yeah. Wow. <laughs> this will be. This is gonna be very interesting. <laughs> that was education too. <laughs> two brothers so, from the so. ghetto <laughs> learning about some high class that stuff. Is, this oh, is level you. two. This, this is, is the ride. Level, level three. Okay. 
All right, let's let's get into it. Uh, we're about to take our second um, sample. What is this? But but uh, Neil's making me nervous. He's calling me Dougie with only one sip of uh, whiskey somewhere. <laughs> I, I don't know, know, I know. how much I want to do. in trouble him. now. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting comfortable already. Oh, no, I just, you know, the Dave, Doug, uh, Douglas, Doug, it just, it's a very, like, it's not um, a common nickname. name. It's a nickname kind of name, you know. Oh, shoot, they, they, they wrote a, sh- a song about yeah, it. Yeah, do the Dougie. Teach me how to Dougie. He's yeah, teaching teach us how to Dougie right yeah. now. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm... Yeah, I, I'm, I get comfortable very quickly. Sober, <laughs> non-sober. So, so now we're we're moving on to a um, to an Irish whiskey. This is actually a pretty nice Irish whiskey. It's Yellow Spot. Yellow uh, Spot. So this uh, so Irish whiskey is traditionally it's it's pot distilled and it's triple distilled. So it's um, most other whiskeys they, they do a, a, um, a double distillation. This one is triple. So each time you distill it. Uh, you're getting a little bit smoother or closer to the. I mean, you're getting rid of more impurities, and so mm-hmm. it, you know, the higher you distill it, the uh, the lighter, the more fruity it becomes. So, so uh, Irish whiskey, which is traditionally triple distilled, does not need to be, but that's just how it's traditionally been. It tends to be a, a bit lighter and, and fruitier. So, but this one has been finished in um in sherry Whoa. and um and I Malaga smell the cask. Yeah, I can so you, you can pick up that sherry. Yeah. In the nose, yeah. But this, uh, but this, wow. yeah, this is a twelve-year-old whiskey. This is in pretty nice dram. Yeah, man, yeah, I can taste this. It'd probably be good. And okay, uh, so now again, as you're as you're starting chicken. to drink it, you're breathing in. You get that. Wow. You know what? This is more um, flavorful. So, so yeah, well, so this is um, okay. So this is a malt. It's, uh, it's yeah. going to be all, all malt, pot, pot distilled. It's twelve years, so this has been in the barrel a lot longer. Okay, mm. uh, this this is a young whiskey. Whippersnapper, uh, snappers, yeah. yeah, gotcha. Um, but it, it was it was fun. It was um, enjoyable. It was yeah. um, um, I mean, I, I definitely would keep a bottle in, in my stock. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. So, so yeah, so now we're you know twelve years. It's been finished uh, in, in the. Um, so it's aged mainly in bourbon barrels, uh, and then it's uh, finished or it has a um, uh, matured, or anyways, it was finished. Actually, I don't know. So it was um, three cask maturation. So a bourbon, sherry, and malignant cask. Actually, uh, they, they, what they might do, uh, there's different ways to do this. And this one, what they've probably done is they've taken whiskey that's been aged for 12 years in bourbon cask. Okay. 12, some it's been aged 12 years in, in sherry and some in uh, this... Um, Malaga, Malaga cast. Cast. and then what they do is is they blend them together. The other way they can do it is they can take it after so many years in the bourbon cask and then put it into a um, uh, into the sherry cask for you know six months or however long, and then then from there put it into the next cask, and oh. therefore get the flavors in, in that range. But when they're blending it this way, they take stuff that's already been aged. Mm-hmm. They have a bit more control of um, of the ingredients, how much you know of each they put in there. Whereas when you're doing it you know uh in series you put it here you put it there you get i mean you can taste it and figure out how much you have of you know that from the second barrel really and then then you go to the third barrel and you know you don't know how that might affect the first barrel right yeah you're kind of stuck with it but when you do a blending of the barrels eh, you you got oh you have control control. i see see what you're saying so So it's like making a cocktail right so the people who are finishing it might take a uh, more of a skill but it's also a fact where you might get a whiskey's like I don't exactly like this. It's not good. Let's put it in a different kind of cask and and um, 
that might make it you know better hmm. or might you know put the right finishes on it. Just, just like a chef right just like you add the right spices you want to it's like eh, not quite right yet and you add yeah. a few more spices and it's not that you didn't do it right you know up to that point but by the time you, you put that final uh the final finish on it you know you perfected the you, you, uh, the you ingredients and the amounts mm-hmm. and yeah it's like djing too it's like mixing um <laughs> dude this is tight mm-hmm. this is i like i did the tongue thing you know kept it in my mouth for a little mm-hmm. bit and mm-hmm. it's definitely the flavor really comes out better a little bit more like you said it's 12 years compared to the other one but Listen, yeah, you, you said that was an Irish whiskey. That's yeah, an, Iri- an Irish. I'm usually Irish. not a fan of Irish whiskey, but that is really smooth. Yeah, the spots, yellow, and yeah, it's, yellow spot. It's a very good. And so, if you notice, you know, the finish on this um, it stays a bit longer and it's a bit sweeter. There's mm-hmm. a more sweetness to the the whippersnapper. A little bit, maybe a touch of more sourness to it. But yeah. this is really sweet. Very sweet. Wow, yeah, I'm with impressed. That, with that I like that one. Yep. Get the little water going. I like that one. Hmm. Okay, nice, dang. All right. So yep. between the the two, between Whippersnapper and Yellow Spot, which one did you prefer? You know what? I'm collecting, man. I'm a collector. So uh, now I'm. A, well, I'm not like Douglas over here. This guy has like a full cabinet full. He's got an armada. You know what? Of bottles. Yeah, I see. Which yeah. is pretty impressive. Yeah, it's High Noon. That's a good one. Oh, no, that's High West. High West. <laughs> high West. Yeah, High yeah. West. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah as you can tell, one. that bottle Remember, hasn't you, been opened. I got you one. That bottle hasn't been opened yet, though. That's, you, you, yeah, <laughs> but that's a good one. Uh, yeah. I gave you that they one? had different grades. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. the High West, was a, it was good. It was good. And they had another High West that you uh, I bought. It was like a d- higher grade, and it was actually fairly good. It wasn't that one? Um, that was the first one. That was the first series. So, they made so two when, different series. When, when you say higher grade, just because it costs more? Um, you know well, what? It just tasted. It was more smooth. Okay. It was more smooth. I to guess. Be I'm just you, not a big fan of like the bitterness. Anyway. That's how mm-hmm. I go about it. That's how I used to go by when I had all those bottles well, back in the day. I I went off of the price. You know, oh, okay. like oh, it's it's fifty dollars. So that means right, right, and. and which so that's are, not always the case. So huh? yeah, this we were talking about this earlier. So go ahead uh, if you can embellish a little bit of that knowledge, um, Doug, because that it was really good information. Because he was saying not all whiskeys are equal, mm-hmm. and not all prices equal the value of uh, the so, so I mean, quality. You know, it's price and demand, right? So you have some some whiskeys that might not be that great, but they're just not that much of it available, right? And so you know, price and demand. There might be whiskeys where it's easier to get. Um, but but uh, um, but it's a great whiskey. Uh, you know, for, for this one we'll try later. This uh, Isaac, Isaac Bowman. Bowman this yeah. is uh, again another thirty dollar thirty dollar bottle affordable. Of bourbon, uh, but it was a contender for best in show at our, mm. at our competition a, nice. a year or two ago. And so yeah, pr- price uh, we have yeah um, yeah. So so yeah, I mean you get some expensive whiskeys that aren't that great. Again, it's yeah. always due with uh, supply and demand. And you're right. You know what? There's been some expensive wines I drink, mm-hmm. and then the cheaper wine tastes way better than the more the more expensive wine. And then and that's so what you're saying. Is, that's what you're saying earlier. So, yeah. It's like everybody it has might, a different yeah. palate as yeah. well. So it might be good to you on Tuesday, and it might change flavor mm-hmm. on a Friday. So, so this what do we one, got here? This is a Cotswold. This is a uh, um, English whiskey. So uh, it's a more of a new brand. Okay. Oh, so this one. We're at 120 proof here. 
Oh, hitting so, the fire. Um, so, yeah, so this is a cast strength. Again, this is one where, where you might... Um, What's uh, that you, mean? You'll, you'll make some big differences when you start adding water to it. Cast strength. A cask. cask. Oh, cask. Strength. Yeah. So that basically, it just came straight from the cask. So they didn't cut it cut it down. They didn't water it down at all. Um, is that good so, or bad? Or is like well, just, just how it is. So so you might like it at cask strength. Uh, you, when you start, um, quite often, you start adding water. Mm. It will make it more enjoyable. It'll bring out a lot more flavors to it. Um, but but if you know that right, I mean you can tell it's going to burn you a bit more. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's got some it's, fire it's in that in the flare in the in the nose hairs. I was looking for my. Uh, oh you my. said a hundred and something proof. Yeah, what was the 60 percent ABV? So one hundred twenty proof. Thought I had a. Um, and that bottle was almost empty. Was that at one of your shows? Well, again, this whole table I use all this stuff for um, for some virtual tastings, mm -hmm. and so yeah, I've, I've just a little bit left. Most of this went out, so, so that means all the people participating. But I had a little bit left in each one to, um, um, you know, you can't throw it away as waiting, <laughs> no. waiting for somebody to come by to drink it with. <laughs> exactly, that's a good way. That's why I'm trying to build that's, mine, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's classy. It's classy. Um, yeah, I so, can't wait. So, so I mean, take a little little bit of sip of this, okay. uh, just small. Okay. It smells, it's got some punch to it. I, I, yeah, I smell some fruit in there. I mean, it, it's nice, but it's pretty strong. It's so strong, now, yeah. So now you might want to um, put a put a little drops of water in there. Okay. Oh yeah. Th this will be easier with this. Oh okay. Woo. It has a little Mike Tyson punch on this Woo. one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so put put a. Uh, That'll put. You, oh yeah. We I mean, a lot of water. Right? So. That might be a little little much, much? but 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 um, maybe not because that was um, here. This will be easier, but droplet. yeah, that's good. Yeah, just a little um, I you know typically I like using a little eyedropper that you can put a, a bit, taste oh, it, nice. put some more. Yeah, control. But um, but you put that much in there. Sure, you'll that's gonna you know proof it down pretty quickly, but you're gonna see a big difference. Well, gentlemen, salute on this one. <laughs> There's mm -hmm. gonna be a lot of salutes. <laughs> salute, well, salute, well. salute. This is fun. This but now, I mean, smell the nose. There's a big difference already. Oh, yeah. You very a lot, similar lot to of Irish, though. Mm -hmm. Very similar to Irish and English. But, but mm -hmm. this, is a, uh, this is pretty much only bourbon cask. Okay. Um, Dang. So what happens is for your bourbons, uh, those are always in a brand new cask. Wow, it's a totally new taste. The scotch or the, the, these malts typically use casks that have already been used by something else. Uh, again, so it's a used tea bag, um, but but part of that um, um, is so the bourbons for bourbons always first in a barrel, so bourbon's going to have more kind of a astringent, kind of strong um, essences that picks up from that fresh barrel. So a lot of times your malts or these are going to be mm, a little bit more mild or mellow because they're in the barrel second, right? So they they didn't get all the strong astringent. Um, flavors uh, from that first barrel they're getting it, the hints yeah but so but but now they're they're also picking up some of that flavor from the bourbon that's been in there that bourbons you know tend to be high on caramel and vanillins um so that's part of what's going to make this a little bit more mellow less spicy than, than say a bourbon mm. because yeah I mean, it changes it, um, I, I didn't realize how much it changed a lot like yeah. it's so it's so easy now. It's like really smooth. You're talking about diluting it down, and but to perfection right here. Mm -hmm. And now you taste the like you said. Right. You, you can taste the flavors, mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. Again, so that's that's part of the fun of having a um, a cast strength, right? You got you got a lot more um, 
Uh, I mean, there's there's a lot more drinks in that one bottle. Yeah, because you're getting a lot of pop. Yeah. And you don't have to use a lot. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Interesting. You sipping on a half a tiny glass throughout the whole movie with that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I can totally enjoy it now, where it's mm-hmm. not a pain. It's not mm-hmm. a struggle trying to get through the the spy, the the hit of the of the power of the, the percentage. Mm. Wow. Wow, learning. We be learning, man. We be learning. Now, what's the name of that bottle one more time? So this is Cotswold. Cotswold. Cotswold, yeah. So English this is a, um, single malt mm-hmm. whiskey. Nice. Wow. I tell you, man, this is like a, yeah, it's like an art. Like an art. Yeah. I, I was just a drinker. Now I'm just going to be like, it's going to be starting to develop as a habit. On certain whiskeys, I get yeah, you know, to smell it and to do. I all mean, that that's stuff. what you did with me. Like, really, I had no idea. I was just yeah. like, you know, Jack, whatever. Then, and then you were coming in with these new bottles. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll try right, that. Right, right. And then started I, enjoying it, and then then I, next thing you know, I see it in the store. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't educate you about smelling, but I could educate you about once again you know, the commercialism. <laughs> Forget the commercial. Right. Forget. Jack, this, all this right. Is, this is a hundred dollar bottle, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to tell you, this is good stuff. <laughs> exactly, man. Whiskey, because of you people like yourself got me to grow into it. So, all because I might have been supplying you with them, and you saying, but because of you, you're like, hey, before you go, take a shot. Yeah. Take so it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I never taste had that it. one. Yeah, taste it. So it's perfect. It's like Doug said, it's always nice to have company yeah. drinking. You know. Mm. Oh, on to the next. I oh, one. I know this one. I had that a lot. Glen Olivet, Glen Fittich, Glen That, but that's a Glenn Scotch. Fittich or Glen Fittich? It's is, a Scotch. Isn't it a Scotch? I remember having it like okay, what six does, years ago. What does that mean? A Scotch? I don't know. It's a. I'm, I'm assuming it's a Scotch malt. Yeah, Scotch malt or whatever, right? So it just means it made. It's made in Scotland, right? Okay. Yeah. So, so um, uh, that means it's cold. Yeah, that means that you know that took a you know long lot long longer time. to to get the flavors out of the barrel. This uh, is so this is eighteen years. This is gonna be. Um, oh man, this is bringing me back right here. This is you, this I sent my boy drink? this, this in drink? Maryland. Okay, this was my first like expensive bottle. I sent somebody who's like, you gotta try this in another state. The only way I learned <laughs> about this was uh, the movie called Swingers, and they would drink that. Oh, so, Glenn Olivet, Glenn Fittich. No way, huh? Yeah, that's one of my favorite movies. So there, no, there is you know, danger, right? When it's sitting in that barrel for too long, it can um, pick up too much wood to be too oaky. So when you when you put the, the age of eighteen on here, that means the youngest whiskey in here is eighteen. This might oh. be this might be a blend of of might have some older whiskeys in here also. So um, you're saying that if it's saying 18, but it could have been other barrels that were older than that. Right, That right. kind of messed up and, the... Uh, and so so didn't mess it up, but these old barrels might maybe have too much wood in it or something, some yeah. essence, right? And so you got to blend it with that younger whiskey to, to you know to get the right um, uh, profile, the, wow. the final product. But this, wow. So this means the oldest whiskey is... Um, or the, or yeah, the, the, old, the youngest whiskey in this is 18 years. So this is... Um, the finest. Oh, so this is an Oloroso sherry and bourbon cask. Mm. So it says so. There's probably a blend 
um, of the, it doesn't say like finished. You, like you said, like it so, would go from one barrel to another barrel. Yeah, so the, that's what you know, they call it, finish, finish an Oloroso Sherry. But since this says um, 18 years in the finest bourbon sherry and um, an Oloroso cask, they probably it's probably been 18 years, and they probably blended a few barrels together to get the, the so profile crazy. they wanted. Um, wow. And so Oloroso Sherry. Mm-hmm. So you, again, smell you, you smell that you're gonna. Yeah. So smell so again, sherry. 18 years. It's been Ooh. in the barrel a lot longer, so it's gonna um, be you know some mellowness, some smoothness, but it's gonna get a lot more um, interaction from the wood. Yeah, yeah. sweetness. There's some sweetness there. So there'll be some there. complexities in, in the finish. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, that's got a you know quite quite different from the last uh, finish. Mm-hmm. There. You know, mm-hmm. this one actually I don't even know the age on this one. The, the last but that was a lot. Nice. That was there, a lot harsher, like because it was so strong. There is oh, no, yeah. no is age on that at all. So um, if usually mm-hmm. if it doesn't have an age, does that mean automatically like eight years? Uh, well, it means well probably at least three years. Three but, years, uh, gotcha. Um, or my huh. have I'm I'm it's probably longer than that. There's not. A whole lot of stuff that's um great at that that young age from uh, from Scotland or England. I can't imagine but it could like be. holding on to something like that because that's a long time, it man. Is. I mean, shoot, even three years. You like, mm-hmm. all right, yeah. It's do you tamper? I'm just so curious about if they even like mess with it at all. Okay, if it's aged, do they just leave it alone, stick it in a in a closet and just or a, a room and just like leave it just leave it you know different different places have different barrel management they they might move it around the rick house they might turn it you know in order to keep the uh different uh keep keep the barrel wet in different areas right because yeah. uh, the parts that dry out are going to evaporate more mm. you know, more of the angel share um, yes right that, that evaporates so they keep turning the barrel right. and stuff. They, right. it, it, it's possible that they're they're doing that um but um because yeah, I mean it, that's a big thing. You, they lose a lot of the angel share, of the evaporation during the um, during the course, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. you know some of these whiskeys like forty five year old. They might open up the barrel, <laughs> might not be anything there. It'd be all evaporated. Can you imagine? I, I wonder mean, who came up with in Scotland. It's like I, we got to make it a hundred years, and it's like good idea, Fred. You know, or twenty five years because if that was my beginning company. I don't think I could get past two. I'm no, like, we gotta man. make our money, dude. Or I need to drink. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, our customers are asking for this. I think a lot of the stuff might be, you know, barrels that, that were lost or forgotten about, right? Because there was a certain time when when the Scotch industry was just all the distilleries were being shut down. Uh, it just, you know, it wasn't marketed. It was, you know, old your dad's drink, and, and uh, uh, hmm. it took a bit. Uh, Interesting. In the, um, Oh, what was it? The sixties or so to revive the uh, the Scottish uh, the Scotch whiskey Cause whiskey I'm, industry. From what I'm gathering, that's I mean, it seems like a very high class company like mm-hmm. Glen Livet, Glen Livet, Glen Fittich. Mm-hmm. Like those seem very class. But why is it? I don't understand. Do they set the price or I, how do you know the value of it? And it's like okay, this is not worth because you're saying different prices. Don't really matter. Well, like, there's supply and demand, right? So again, you might have a whi- uh, a whiskey not that great, but there's no supply, right? So the the price is higher, uh, right? Because so so it's, it's more, a rare. It's more rare. Um, what 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 sets the price? Basically, the uh, the free enterprise, right? It's it's what the market can handle. 
Interesting. Right. So, so this because that's an this, expensive. This bottle. is a nice whiskey. This is going to be yeah, hundred and fifty or eighty. You know, actually, I don't know, but it's probably one hundred eighty dollars or somewhere in that range. Yeah. Uh, so why? So you're tasting this. There's a lot going on here. It's got a long finish. There's a lot of flavors, nice flavors there. I mean, this is um, it's eighteen years old. There's not a lot available of it. So mm. see, I had the twelve year one. I didn't have an 18. And what'd you think? Well, this was the 18 is really good, man. It's um, it has a little sting coming down, but it's still a delicious drink. You know, it may may not be the smoothest, but it still has a lot of flavor that when it, when you're drinking it, you can appreciate it yeah. when it's on, especially if it's a small amount too. Exactly, like because you because yeah. we tasted like three, four different. Bottles and yeah, like, but, but you we can taste you the difference with between a, or the little one. Gouda cheese or a little um, uh, Agassio cheese. It's gonna be pretty good. Oh. I didn't taste that, but shoot, it was good. I'm not a, a Scottish Scottish whiskey guy, but I can appreciate a Glen Fittich. Yeah, I always always respected that. Because yeah, it was respected. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, this is a, is this nice. is awesome. Um, okay, so here is something going to be completely different. Um, oh yeah. So let's move on to. Is Japan. this a by the looks of it, is an Asian drink? Yes. Yeah, we're going to move on to Japan. This is a um, this is a rice um, whiskey. So it's a, a combination of malted rice and non-malted rice. Malted rice. Interesting. So. Do you know what that means? When no. You call it malted. You say malt, and I'm thinking, you know, ice cream and uh, root oh, yeah. beer floats. Oh, so malted. <laughs> so a malt. Yeah, when you get a um, a malted milkshake, you're putting that malt powder in there. Yeah. So here's, I really don't know. Here's so. where malt yeah, comes from. So that malt flavor. Okay, uh, you'll pick that same thing up in in um, in the whiskey in the malted whiskeys like that you know the first one we had here was kind of a little malty so if you go back and think about it it's like oh yeah i can pick up that malt what is malt malt uh typically so when you malt a grain most malt comes from barley so the process of making whiskey okay a fermentation you take uh you, you need sugar okay um for fermenting the sugar is eaten by the yeast okay oh. so your grains are starch, okay? So the grains will not ferment. So you need to convert that starch to sugar. So what happens when, when, you're, when you start growing a plant, you get, you, get a, um, you get the moisture there, you get the water there, um, an enzyme is created, which then starts to convert that starch uh, to sugar. Mm-hmm. And now the sugar is what that, the, the food that the, the plant can start growing with. So, so you, you've got... So you, you get it wet, you get it uh, moist, uh, it starts to sprout, but the enzyme is there, which is going to now convert that, um, that starch to sugar. So now you've got to stop the growing process, right? Because if you right. let it grow, it's going to grow and take all the grain and, and you don't have nothing left, left mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, to make your liquor out of. So you, you dry it out. Okay, you use heat source or what have you. So when you have these whiskeys that, that are um, uh, the repeated whiskeys, the source being used, the source of heat... They were using this dried out was from this peat bogs. They were burning that that peat smoke flavor gets into the barley, uh, and, and you know the smoke stays there on that barley. So, anyways, nice. you stop the fermentation process okay? by drying it uh, by drying it out, and 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 then you grind it all up. That's what the malt is. The malt is basically a germinated grain. 
and it changes the flavor. Oh. It changes the flavor a lot. And so that, that malt powder that you enjoy in your milkshake um, is, um, is, is what's the, the product also that you, that you know, this, um, your, um, Add whiskey's more being made from yeah. or this malted whiskey. So, yeah. so, so it's, it's like a, a base almost. So now, so now what happens is, is you've got the enzyme, which is going to, can change the, or convert the, um, the starch. So now you put it into this uh, mix. You put water in there again. Water uh, along. And so the water then, uh, the enzyme will continue to convert the rest of that starch to sugar in this in this water mix. Of, you know, creating this wow. wort. Okay. So now you've you got this sitting out there forever. So how long in, until all the, the starch is converted to sugar? How okay. long would so, it actually so, take? Oh, uh, you know, uh, that's a kind of long, uh, like a, a day or so. I a mean, day, a day really? or a couple of days. Yeah, I mean, oh, just wow, so it's a process. It's, it's not, it's not extremely long, and some oh. some people will do it longer than others, uh, and that all can can affect the final product. So now, now you've got all the sugar. So what do you do with the sugar? You add the yeast to it, right? Uh, so what does yeast do? Yeast <laughs> eats the sugar, and what comes out the other side? Alcohol. Oh wow! Okay, right. So the yeast eats sugar, it puts out alcohol. You know, and yeah. So, so basically, now you know where that term came from. It's like, man, this is some wow. good shit. Wow, <laughs> that's a trip. Dang. <laughs> See, I did not know that. And he even gave us a phrase where it came from too. So that's some good shit. <laughs> <laughs> so now you got the alcohol, right? Mm-hmm. So now you 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 take that. Um, so that's you know basically your, your beer, your distiller's beer. Yeah. Uh, the yeast. big difference between. Um, uh, barley uh, the distiller's beer or the beer and then what you use for whiskey is when you have beer then you add the hops to it the hops right. will, will help to um, um, create flavor or it might even increase alcohol content a little bit yes. but anyway so you add the hops to it but most um, whiskeys will skip the hops and so you have what you call the distiller's beer so they take that that fermented uh, you know mix and that's they make a beer out uh, of it then, then, well no then, then they distill it Oh, so okay. Yeah, so it's separate. Process. So wow, that's interesting mm-hmm. how they got similar processes, and mm-hmm. then they separate. Right. They go in different directions. Wow. Uh, a little bit, but you will find some whiskeys out there where they've actually made the beer. They put the hops into the whole thing, and and then they distill that too. What? And and it comes through. So I mean, there, there's. No a, way. I'm trying to think of the brands that do that. What? So I mean, that's yeah. That's yeah, so I mean, trippy. And so not a lot do it. A few do that. Uh, there's a couple. I'm trying to. The names don't uh, come to the top of my head. Is Jameson, is it one of them that does that? No, no. no. Uh, so, you know, some local people. Um, God, I can't think of the name. That's so trippy uh, where we go. Because basically it's like you're taking one mix and then putting into a total different mix of a barrel, if a, of an empty barrel, but the, the flavors and the aromas are still there. Matter of fact, Jameson does do that. They came up with one. Um, it's a beer flavor because I guess whatever barrel came out, it came out a while back. And oh, they just did like a one-off or something. Uh, well, I, I they, had it a few okay, times. Okay, so maybe maybe they're um, aging it in beer. a beer a beer barrel. Maybe, and then the beer taste is in the Jameson bottle. I don't know if they still yeah, sell no, it. Yeah, no, I think that's one where they basically put it in, in a barrel which held beer before. Oh, right, right, but, right. But, okay, but okay. it's not that's not where they added the hops to it and then. Ah. Uh, gotcha. So, so what okay, is so, the name of this? Like, oh, she. So this is a. Ohishi whiskey. Ohishi. So this is a combination. So this is malted rice, and so the malting again changes the flavor um, completely. Um, between some, because you've had that malt powder, it's completely different from, from oh, the barley. Yeah. Uh, so it adds a um, 
just change it quite a bit. So this is a combination of um, of malted rice and non-malted rice, and it's been finished in a brandy barrel. It's a totally different flavor. That's so crazy. this is this is um, and it's rice. Rice, yeah. You can smell the rice. You can smell the rice. Smell the brandy cask. Wow. So so this is pretty nice. I mean, I'm not I'm not big on um, on uh. Oh, I'm sorry. What was that? Um, what's the rice drink? The uh, um, Centauri. No, the uh, um, sake. Sake. I'm not sake. big on sake, right? I yeah. Mean, but, but oh yeah, uh, it definitely has that. Whoa, but, interesting. But, but rice uh, whiskey when it's been malted, oh, changes that that I can handle. <laughs> now the smell is not as strong, right? Yeah, but it has a it has an interesting aftertaste. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. It it is completely different. It's like almost like. Like a plastic, almost. It tastes like. I would I say know. this is a for very, me. It does a mm-hmm. very unique um, taste and drink right here. Would I do it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> and please. Eventually, mm-hmm. you, you, what is your last gets, thing? Is the last numb. thing on there? You know, you're getting numb after the third drink. Yeah, you're just pouring out your worries <laughs> on that one. Yeah, I don't know. That's not my flavor when it comes to the Japanese stuff. I'm not even a fan of the Centauri either. But, but it's 10 years. Wow. 10 years in the, in the barrel. Yeah. Matured. Wow. And then you got, what, Old Zeke? Alley oh, so, 6. Yeah. yeah, so let's go. This is a from, um, this is up in the Sonoma area. This is, um, oh, a Hills, Hillsburg. Yeah, some, I don't. Some, some. This is for the audience in the uh, in audio because we don't have video. But uh, the, we're sitting at a long table with just full of bottles, basically. With <laughs> Professor <laughs> Douglas, we're, and he has a bunch of like scientific, like little, 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 little okay. bottles. So this I wanted to get you. There. So this is my salad whiskey. Another salad one. Okay. This is so Caesar this is or Cobb salad this or. Is, <laughs> this is going to be a. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little with a either either a nice vinaigrette or blue cheese mm. with a, some cilantro or, or some um see now I, just that the image of just like a nice nice big salad and then mm-hmm. you have a little shot you know what, i wish the people were with us right now this is a ride in the future they're gonna meet up with us with douglas oh yeah Okay, yeah, so now take a smell of this. This is a completely different. You're gonna get the herbal essence, the uh, oh wow, floralness like that a, I was talking about, or the the herbalness. Like wood. Like mm. I don't know what this smells. So, so that smell the barrel. So that is a um, you know, a, a really typical. This is a, this is rye. a high percentage rye. It's either 95 or 75. I mean, it's pretty much all rye, but with a little bit of probably a little bit of barley. Yeah. Because so they need to put that barley in there creates oh. the enzyme, right? Mm. Enzyme, which will then convert all the uh, the starch to sugar. I smell raisins in there. I don't know mm-hmm. what I smell in this one. My dates, nose is going dates, all over the place. Dates or raisins? I don't I wish I could be a... Yeah, I smell know. raisins. You've heard? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you'd sure, be a good detective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I smell something. <laughs> Let's go in the attic. I smell a 1976 old... old underwear... <laughs> In a, in a newspaper. <laughs> in by, a recent newspaper. By golly, I think he got it. <laughs> Check it for semen. <laughs> Hurry. <laughs> no time to waste. 
Oh, yeah, this is... I like this one. Okay, this I like yeah, this. So, so the, then again, very different from anything else we've tasted. Oh, wow. Um, totally different. Th this is going to be good with blue cheese. Um, mm. Wow, what, interesting. What about Caesar's, Caesar dressing? Italian? Mm -hmm. See, that's a whole right. other science. Knowing when to add the right ingredient, like a food. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't... With salad... I, How would I, you know? I'm an infant right now learning about that one. Yeah. When you mix foods, that's a totally different, totally different yeah. experience. And it's, a, but you guys do that too, right? At your, um, at your events, like um, the one that you had recently. Did you have anything mixed with foods or no? It was I just mean, straight I mean, tasting. Yeah, we so actually in a lot of my um, my uh, virtual tastings, I offer an option for a a, a, food, a chocolate and cheese box. Nice. We put uh, some milk chocolate, dark chocolate, a couple different cheeses. Oh, and the espresso beans, uh, chocolate espresso beans. What? Speaking of your first, and thank you for bringing it up, Dr. D. Uh-oh. Um, quick note, and before we go into the next drink, and we, you, we could finish talking about this, but after I like to hear the, the question or the answer, how was your very first show you put on? Oh, it, it turned out quite well. It was at the uh, San Jose History Park. Mm -hmm. um, spectacular weather perfect weather uh being outdoors we're, we're glad to be there um, nice um i didn't see anybody getting intoxicated they just enjoying the uh the flavors and oh we had a nice cigar section there we, oh, had, no way. we had um from the lg lounge uh we we had um um uh oh, chris um oh, i forget you have to look at my website but anyways a gentleman there who, who gave a spectacular master class talked about i mean people I got a lot of great reviews from, from the class. Nice. Uh, there's, awesome. there's a lot that goes on to, um, you know, cigars and making cigars. Uh -huh. There's a lot of artistry there. And, and, um, and again, you know, cigars and whiskey it ain't the best thing for you. So if you're going to do it, I want everyone to get the most out of it. I want them to enjoy every single puff. Right on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I mean, that's and what you're enjoy, supposed to enjoy do. Enjoy to the fullest, right? You're supposed because, to right do that there. with a because, cigar. Uh, and, you know, and again... There is evidence that uh, the well, thing I like about cigars over cigarettes, right, is you're not really inhaling. And you're, so, you're um, tasting. You're tasting, and um, in, you know, in the right proportions, and when, you know, if you're in good health, what have you, you can handle a certain amount of this uh, stuff into your system without mm -hmm. negatively affecting you. Right. But what's, what? important, <laughs> what's important, though, is you maintain a good lifestyle. You do your exercise and everything else. Yeah, eat healthy, and then, eat then right. And you, uh, you can enjoy these other... Um, vices along with it didn't you tell me something about a doctor or something saying it was okay to have a couple of cigars a, a, you know i, I read i, I need to a look week more, or more something into, no, just said I, yeah, I read something that said two cigars a day was okay but uh <laughs> but I, I, need, I need to look a little bit closer to that well, you know how they pay these doctors off yeah you know cigar so, so, company but, said that yeah exactly here here's a Half meal. Just say this, please. So, so one of my, my favorite movies is uh, Thank You for Smoking. Oh, I oh, love that's that. Intense. You've seen that movie, that right? That's intense. That's it's like, it's like you know, they, they had the uh, the Smoking Institute and the, and the main researcher there. After 20 years, he was not able to find a definite uh, connection with the mice and cancer. It's like the guy was a genius. <laughs> <laughs> so did you, like, knock over some chairs and after the show, it's like, yeah, I, I did it. I was successful, and beat your chest like, oh, I did this. This is how I'm so glad. I'm so proud of myself. This is your uh, baby. Was, you know, how was your how was your reaction after the show? How uh, excited were you? You know, just uh, to uh, go home and, and have a drink. <laughs> oh, I drank on that one. 
<laughs> and get some sleep. <laughs> let us know, by the way. Let us know when your next one is coming up. Yeah. We'd love to uh, have you on and promote mm-hmm. it, you know, for sure. Um, shoot. I even DJ for you if you want. Play some music for you. Sure. Well, yeah. Um, you know, what I really like having, though, is um, outdoor kind of a live music. Uh, so I had a, had a little, I had a guitar player, someone strumming, nice. strumming, strumming nice. guitar, singing a little bit there. Nice. I mean, it creates a great ambiance. It does. Um, and um, that was fun. So is this a... Uh, yeah, and there's the guitar right there, Domingo. If you know how to play guitar, I know it's all lit up like. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up for Domingo in the band. I just came up with this little tune just now. <laughs> this okay. is for Doug. This is this is for so, the Dougie. <laughs> so let's move a little bit to a little bit of bourbon here quickly, and then awesome. I got to get you a, um, a peated whiskey before we're done. So um, let's. So. First of all, we're gonna yeah, go, you for the, out that old go for the old, the old elk. So oh, this, yeah, this old is elk. a uh, old elk. This is a great uh, bourbon here. Um, it's been uh, with a slow cut proofing process, which is basically uh, when they add water to get it down to the um, oh, to, to, to the bottling strength. Is they're adding the the water at a very slow pace so that um, um, it has time. So actually, when you add water, water and ethanol uh, combined together will create a uh, exothermic uh, thermic, um, uh, reaction, which means it's going to create heat. And so when you put a lot of water at once, you get a lot of heat, and the heat then will, will cause them. Um, so you have a lot of elements in here which are highly uh, volatile and which are um, uh, esters. And so the esters create flavor. So when you get the heat there, a lot of these esters could possibly evaporate and be gone. So they do a process where they're adding the water very slowly to, to limit the amount of heat. Uh, there's also a, um, um, uh, what's it called, uh, sapification uh, process where um, if you add the water too fast, um, the fatty liquids will come out of suspension and can actually create a, a soapy flavor. So the cutting, the adding water is, is a very important process, and so it's uh, and the rate at which they do that. And how it's blended. Old Elk. So this is Old Elk. This is a, basically a bourbon from, uh, I believe it's Colorado. Oh, Colorado. What? There's so, something so there, here. So, there, so therefore you have, mm-hmm. a, um, you have a higher um, elevation. So that's going to affect the, you know, the process of the distillation, right? Because the... Uh, Pressure. The, well, the elevation, right. It's going to affect the, the temperature and, and different aspects. Well, of before how, we try Old it, uh, Elk, cheers. Salute. 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 Wow. All right, can't so wait. So now, so now you put your nose in here. So now we're into bourbon. You're going to get the, the very strong mm, caramel and vanilla. Yeah, right? that's my flavor. Completely different. Mm. And so I love now it. this is again has been in the fresh barrel. So you're going to get the more spiciness, um, astringent flavors from from that fresh mm. wood. This smells good. It smells real good. Wow. Old, Old elk. elk. <laughs> 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 all right. Let's see it. Let's see what it's oh. all about here. So I mean, just yeah. Think about that with a. Um, a Heath Bar, a little bit of caramel, a creme brulee, ooh, ooh. which has, has the caramels and vanillas there. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And so the what, caramels, yeah. And so vanilla. what happens? So if you have this like a Heath Bar or some other caramel type candies or, or oh, like a, yeah. or a creme, creme brulee, that creme brulee does leave a sweet, just sweet taste on your mouth, but you follow it with this bourbon. It washes away the sweetness, but then you get this echoing of this caramel flavors. It's like, yeah. oh, uh, the blending of the caramel. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I can imagine. Uh, man. Heath, yeah. Mm-hmm. Heath, Heath uh, 
Crunch or Heath Bar. Yeah, so I, so I love uh, Halloween. There's another chocolate that would go really good with that. It's similar to that. Damn, I cannot remember it though. So ah. I, like, I like Halloween hanging on the porch with my with my <laughs> bourbon, waiting for the kid to come back and raiding her candy for the yeah, proper with, yeah for the old, proper candies. Old sure. Elk and, and Heath Bar. I'm gonna have to do up. this with a good old fashioned Twix. <laughs> right. Hey, I'll line them all up. Reese's, Twix, <laughs> you know, Mr. Goodbar. Uh, what about um, Butterfinger? Butterfinger. Oh, yeah, Butterfinger. Uh, might, that might yeah, that might be good. Keith I'm, I'm is kind good, of thinking though. more of a malt for that, a Scottish malt. But um, again, the sweetness, yeah, the whiskey will wash it away. It's, it'll be Man, fun. I love this one. Okay, so now here is our, um, this is going to be your, your, uh, Sherry, yeah. Drink this is little, the one I've been waiting for. This is um, the Isaac Bowman. The um, what did I say? It was the uh, the port finished barrel. Okay, so that I don't know. You were talking about ports before the port finished. So, so what now, is, now put your nose into that. You definitely. What you, is that? And the difference, okay, you, you know, along with the caramel vanillas, mm -hmm. you're definitely going to you know smell the wine there, the port. Mm, wow, this is good. There's a whole bunch of different. So, so that too, the, yeah. those those finishing with the with the port cask or wine cask will tend to kind of uh, mellow it out also. Yeah. Wow. Wow. This is uh. This smells really good. It does. Yeah. Matter of fact, I and think he's this saying so, that's so, not that expensive. So, either. so when you taste it, right, it doesn't have the the same boldness of this one, which which there's a lot of fun to that. I like the boldness, and you think how that's going to stand up to different other foods you have it with. So this is definitely a little bit um, subdued compared to the the first one. Yeah, mild. But, but again, it it, uh, it goes down very well. It's got a lot of nice flavor there to it. Wow. Interesting. That taste. That is a definite unique taste. Yeah, and it sticks with you for a while. After yeah. This, and a good while. You know, it, yeah. it, it sticks with you really good. What would you pick out of the Isaac Bowman or Old Elk? Um, The Bowman. I think I'd pick the Old Elk. You for real? Yeah. Wow. You know, the But Bowman. I was looking at that bottle earlier because he was talking about it and he was like, this oh one? man, this is a pro a really good whiskey but affordable. Yeah, I would definitely do the, the Bowman. But the Old Elk, I'm not sleeping on that. But if I had to pick, it'd probably be the Isaac Bowman. Wow. Okay. Nice port. Hmm. So interesting. Oh, sorry. Hey, this uh, is a. Um, thank you. So, so tell me this: Why are you pouring? What? What do you? Why do you? I know we talked about it earlier. Early when you're younger, you don't care. You're just trying to get to the next zone. But why do you think a lot of people get older enjoying whiskey? It's for well, why, why do they enjoy it? Well, as they get older, why do they enjoy it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because um, it seems like there's a pattern there. Mm -hmm. The, the well, more refined of an individual, the as more you, as, as your palate develops, right? So when you start drinking, say, wine, you start with white wine, you don't really like red wine, but after a while, you, your palate develops and you, you uh, go to the red wine, totally. and you really go back to the white wine. So that's just a, an evolution development of your palate, and after the red wine, then your palate develops, you move on to, to whiskey. Interesting. It's just a... Uh, you know what? Because that's so right. true. That's so true. I used to drink white wine. Same like, here. Mine used to be mm -hmm. pin, uh, Pinot Noir. Oh, okay. Mine was um, um, Zinfandel. Oh, mm -hmm. Zinfandel's yeah. good. Yeah, or Riesling or something. Right, right. But now, I like, that's all about red wine. Yeah, I can't go. I, when people Zin. offer me white wine, I'm like, ah, I'm cool. But once it's a red wine, I'm a like, cab, a cab bring it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah Cabernet is my, that's my really go-to. It's stronger. 
and you know it's a little bit more powerful. But Merlot and all that, Merlot, all the other ones, dark. I'm I'm in all the way. Interesting. Yeah, like it's funny. We were talking about this earlier. Like, um, like I love whiskey, mm-hmm. but you know I can get a hangover off of it if I'm not hydrating myself enough. But like wine, I can drink. I can drink a whole bottle too yeah. and appreciate it. I appreciate a whole bottle, and I'll be home. I'm not driving, but like still, mm. the next day I feel fine. Yeah, okay. I'm to the point. I'm like that bougie guy who's just sitting on the couch, laid down with a wine, some some, some meat, yeah. and some, uh, some red meat and some cheese, right. folding it in half, Plant. taking a bite and sipping the wine. Yeah, playing a forty-five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thinking, you know? The only thing I'm missing is somebody fan me with a feather. Oh damn! You know, that's okay. how I feel when I'm drinking that. It's you know, elegant. And, you know, yeah. Together. But now, <laughs> I'm on a whole different ball game with this. Yeah, this I is education. I actually know what to do okay. with whiskey. This is so, good stuff. so this next one is kind of a, a secret little hidden one. This is a, a bourbon. Again, another bourbon. So it, it started out a little bit, um, a lot of ethanol to me. But yeah. but if you um, what's the name of it? But, but one, yeah. The name of this one. Oh, it's, it's, it's a secret. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a secret. This so, is the, so it's uh, this is the yeah, blind one. This is what you call the Bill Cosby. It's the Bill Cosby secret. Yeah. It's a, it's a, All right. So uh, it's a little you, bit heavier in the in the proof there, a little bit. So I, yeah, as you can tell, because it's kind of a burning. There. I, you know, I don't know if you want to add a little drop of water to it. Yeah, but um, but as but as it sits there a little bit. Um, oh. Not bad. The taste, so the it's yeah. A the one, 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 once you get past that, um, um, yeah. Once you get past the nose, there, the nose it takes a little bit more time because it is the uh, eighty-six um, uh, proof. Um, oh, so it's strong. Wow, it was very smooth but, going um, down yeah. mm-hmm. towards the back of the tongue. Like it was, mm. it wasn't as uh, stringent or like a. a like a, a but 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 yeah, at eighty six once it goes down. I mean, you, you yeah, it is smooth. It's got the nice flavors there. And um, call me an asshole, but this is Old Forester eighty six. So when you no, like, it's oh, <laughs> like a dog. He got me. Oh, like a dog. Oh, the day of the week. You can make a difference. So, but it where, can also, so but which it can one also, did you get? It can also be. Um, um, I didn't get that bottle. I don't remember that well, one. You said, you said well, I mean, this is just the basic Old Forester 86. This is just their... Old Forester This is their, the basic cheapest uh, product. He totally got me. Why? Because remember, we, we were sipping Old Forester, but it was a different oh. bo- bottle. And remember I was telling you, I was like, ah, I kind of don't like this one. I got but you. But this tastes good. And this is a different... different um, it's it's the same cheap bottle. I mean, it's just is it wow. like a twelve dollar bottle or something? Twelve dollars? Well, no, it's 20. more like it's less than thirty dollars. But, gotcha. but yeah. it, this, they're, they're basic, yeah. And so with a the screw on top. <laughs> oh yeah, Dang, with the screw got too. So I'm trying to. Uh, I wanted to. I'm trying to think what I have here for. Yeah, it, you so. can take the headphones off if you need to. No problem. Uh, wow! This, so this one's heavily peated. You know what? I've seen that in stores, but I never ever I know. got it. I know. Yeah, why? Because it's uh, I it's don't not know. clear. No, but just mm. I just never got it. Even when I had the hookup, he would have it there, you but see I it. never. I don't interesting, know. Interesting. Interesting. I I probably wouldn't buy it because I can't see it. I don't know. I like um, I like seeing like the rich like amber, amber oh. uh. Amber liquid to it. Okay, I don't know if this is a ooh, not a lot of this, but um, 
I'm moving on to some peated. This is an extremely, uh, it's only an eight-year-old product. Uh, it's a, um, let me pour you first, make sure you get some here. Uh, we'll move on to a, a strong, more, more strongly peated one later. But, but this is um, uh, an eight-year-old. It's called a Port Escape. Uh, What's and so that? this is this is a escape. Oh, oh, you got there's, a little, there's more in there than I thought. You got a little sloppy on it. Yeah. Oh boy, I'm a grown man. Take it easy. Take it easy over there. I'm good. I'm kidding. But, uh, um, so, um, thank you. Finishing this off. So, so port. This is an independent bottler. Woo. So, so w- what an independent bottler is is they go to other distilleries and they buy cask. And then they'll either blend these casks or they do their own finishing, or they might just get a cask. It's like, this is good stuff. Okay, wait, 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 stop. Okay, so, all right. Do you happen to know how much a cask actually costs? Because that's probably really expensive from what I'm gathering. Well, well, it depends on the cask, right? So, uh, yeah, it depends on the barrel. Uh, Depends on the size. There's different cask sizes. So, so basically, they go. You know, most cask gets the standard size, like 55 gallon barrels. Yeah. Um, so they they go to the distilleries. In this case, so Portuskeg is just the name of a of a city, a town in um, on Isla, and but there's no distilleries there. So this, this independent bottler picked this name, and they go around and they buy cask from on the Isla cask. And so this this one is most likely a um, Kuila, what? Kuila. It's, it's from a distillery called Kuila, which is considered a kind of a sweet smoke. This is one of the the biggest producers um, um, for elements for Johnny Walker. Oh, um, <clears throat> and and yeah, they they just a lot of production, but it's a great malt on its own. Yeah, um, is this one of those ones that tastes exactly like you're drinking straight from the cask? No, 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 not this one. So, this a, so, because I, so this, this, a, this is a Scotch, right? Yeah. So this is um, yeah. forty-five. It has this crazy this, t- you know, smell. Yeah, it's about, a Scotch. About 90 it's a Scotch. Proof. It's a Scotch, but it's a Scotch. So yeah, I never liked Scotch, but like the, never, this like, is peated. Again, you start having it with some cheese, some blue cheese, or some milk chocolate. Oh yeah, I can, uh, I can, I, I, I can like hear that. I can see chocolate. that. Some cheese. You think so? So um, yeah, but um. Uh, Put it. I mean, the, there, there's a lot of there's a sweetness, there's a fruitiness to it. Cheddar, so this is um, even a Swiss would go I mean, good. this this was our our best in show, I believe, uh, last year. Oh wow! Do you dip? Would you dip a cigar in this? Because they say sure. Dip a cigar? What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why would you dip a cigar? A lit cigar? No, no, not, not, no, not okay. You dip the end that you put into your mouth. Okay, oh, so, so you put that, that, okay. Oh come on, just, just, do you remember, do okay, you remember um, Clinton and, and um, remember oh, the, and, the, uh, the cigar uh, dipping? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so you, you dip some flavors um, in the cigar, then you put that end in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> not not the lid in. I was like, "What are you guys okay. doing?" You're like, "I'm done." <laughs> but, uh, Take a sip. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's kind of what it tastes like. It's like a uh, scotch is like an ash, like an ash. Like I've always had an ash flavor to mm-hmm. a scotch, like an ash, like um. Ashes, I see what you're like saying. Ashes. I see what you're saying. Okay. So so now put a little bit of this on your tongue and your palate, just, you know, a few drops there. You know, your your first taste is going to be always different from your second taste, right? Because mm-hmm. you're getting acclimated. Yeah. Yeah, not my, my my cup of tea, but it, I respect so, it. So so this is um yeah I mean for Pete yeah but some people just 
may, it might not be the best introduction of peat, like a Highland Park or, or Oban, which has a, is very lightly peated, might be um, Old bond, better, but that. I didn't have any of those on, on the table here. But this is a, um, I mean, this is a great malt. Mm -hmm. um, Respected. For, even for people who might not like the peat because there's a lot going on here. Um, and you said and this was very popular at two years ago? Uh, no, last no, year. Last, last year, last year. For, for, um, best yeah, in show. This, this one does very well. Mm. Um, and yeah, in, in tastings, right? This bottle always sells. What was the name of this? It's called Port Escague. Port um, Escague. And so in the eight year, it's only eight years, but uh, um, yeah, it's not that it's a great long. bottle. It's about a $60 bottle, somewhere wow. in that range. So, so it's a. Uh, Reasonably priced, but see, like the difference. So, what was the difference between the 18, 18 year and the eight year? Like, because that escape is a lot more expensive, but I guess it's just more time spent. Oh, well, no, this 18 year, this one here, yeah, oh, the, the this is this is like 160, yeah, 180 dollars. I mean, yeah. this is, is quite expensive. Um, but but this, yeah, I mean, this. This is not extremely expensive for for a scotch. It, it's well done. I mean, and the flavors there. So if you don't like this, start putting this with some pâtés or maybe some milk chocolate. Or if we mm. had a little bit of blue cheese, uh, your your opinion might change on that. Mm. So um, does the blue cheese and the chocolate does it get rid of the sting? What does it no, do? It enhances the flavor, I know correct? That, but the, what, the flavors it, just melt. I mean, yeah. the, the blue cheese, the flavors just work with each other. So think of the blue cheese, kind of a stinky, kind of a um, yeah. It's kind of a not so pleasant on its own, but you start mixing it with the, with a smoky whiskey, it's right? Like, oh my God, they they just all of a sudden they taste good together. Smoky whiskey, yeah. like like a, on a burger. Have you ever had a blue cheese on a burger? Oh man, it's yeah. good. Or a steak, yeah, yeah, or a yeah. steak, yeah. I can see that, like it, it contradicts, like uh, it complements, but totally different from flavors. Um, yeah, this is good stuff, man. Learning, learning, learning some man new chocolate. things. Learning some new things with Whiskey. We're learning today Bye. with Professor Douglas. Mr. Oh. Douglas Smith, breaking it down. He's killing it, man. Oh, he's bringing out the chocolate, too. So this is a... What's um, this? Uh, I'd like to have a, a milk chocolate, but this is a 74% cocoa. So try this along with the... Um, Scotch? With the, with the... It might change your... There you go. Have a chocolate, you. sir. Thank you, dear sir. Thank you. Enjoy yourself and some chocolate. chocolate. Where did these chocolates come from? Uh, this is from San Francisco a Chocolate Company. Um, but they... um called Bridge Chocolates. They... They did well by selling these in, um, in, uh, in, 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 uh, in, for tourists, uh, in, in, um, airports and what have you. Mm. This is actually, I believe, the same, the same company that, uh, the chocolate source is the same company that makes C's chocolate. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. So it's actually, uh, it's actually a quality chocolate. This is a really good quality chocolate. You can taste it like the bitterness, um, of the, this is real chocolate. <laughs> yeah. It's not milk chocolate. It's like. It's, it's a real, real thing. Yeah, this is a real deal. You can taste you know it. It always has a, that bitterness to it. I just had a drip of this with um the scotch. And just that little drip of eating this chocolate. I see what you're talking about. Mm. I really see what you're talking about. Mm. Yeah, it's like a blend. Mm -hmm. And changes yeah. everything. So this wow. is a um Port Charlotte. Uh this is a uh, gonna be much um a little bit more 
uh, stronger for the for the peated. So you kind of have to build up to it. But yeah. but this is a um, from the Brooklady. Uh, this is the bottle you were talking about, Neil, right? So th this yeah, is, I've um, seen it before. It's, it's really, it's What's good. the name of it once more? So this is a uh, Port Charlet. It's actually quite a nice Wait a minute. product. So is that how you're supposed to say Charlotte? It's Charlet. Charlotte, yeah, Port Charlotte. Uh -huh. You say it's Charlet, not Charlotte. No, I believe it's Charlotte, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm against that is what country and where you, what part you saying it. So at, I right? apologize to all the Charlottes out there. They used to call you Charlotte. Now it's Charlotte. Well, you know you. Ooh, they're gonna love you for that. I know it's kind of fancy. Mm -hmm. So I mean, th this is. Oh, you would uh, have again. a chocolate with this too. Mm. I think I think I prefer milk chocolate, but but this works okay. Okay. Try chocolate, sir. I have one right here. All right. Again, so there's a lot going on here, and there's some, um, you know, along with the peat, there's a lot um, of floralness, a lot of. Um, yeah, scotch. Other flavors yep. going on there. Flavors. You know what? It it didn't taste too bad with the chocolate. So did you have it on its own, or then you'd had the chocolate? I popped the chocolate in, chocolate in first, then I had this, mm. and really didn't taste too bad with it. Charlotte. So I gave you the chocolate. Oh yeah, mm, has a nice. smooth, has a smooth finish. Brilliant. Then with the chocolate, mm. I'm suckering you. I'm suckering you into enjoying this uh, peated whiskey because um, it wasn't mm. your. Uh, oh wow, it totally changes the whole flavor. Mm -hmm. Completely. Yeah. Wow, that's Maybe. amazing. Just one ingredient, or many ingredients actually, because chocolate. Okay, and so to finish off here, because I know you, you like the bourbons, here is a, um, a Wright and Brown. This is from Oakland. Uh, this is a local distillery. With a, this is a, What? This is a local Bay Area? Uh, yeah, distillery? this is a spectacular bourbon. What? Um, Oaktown. And again, this will be good with the, um, with the, the chocolate again. Awesome. So I'm going to finish you off with this to um, wash off your, oh, yeah. your palate. Yeah, like cleaning the palate with the water is so nice. Oh yeah, the yeah the water. It's the like ginger now. for sushi. It's like sushi, and ginger, like washes it away. You're like, okay, restart. Mm -hmm. So this is a uh, right bright and brown. Right and brown from Oakland, and so this again, yeah. I mean, this is they're um, I don't know. It's probably around sixty dollars or so. It's it's so expensive for these uh, craft distillers to to create products. But this one, um, they got they, they do money. a great job uh, down at the bar that uh, I like to um, that I work with uh, in San Francisco, which is called uh, Shovel's Bar and Grill. Um, they love this whiskey down there, and so I'm always having to um, make sure the uh, the manager there, manager owner, has supply. So you you said what shovels? Shovels Bar and Grill. Shovel Bar. Incredible, incredible um, uh, kitchen they have there. Yeah. Now, being in San Francisco, we got to take care of, uh, you know, the vegetarian, vegan, you know. Right. Know, crowd. The, the special, the specialty crowd. Yeah, but I'll eat the vegetarian stuff just for the flavor. I mean, mm. they, they have, um, so they have a, um, the Impossible Burger, 
And so yeah. the, the thing is, I never the, have one. The, the, these products are based on the the, the guy who created the, the kitchen. He's big on the flavor of the meats, right? And so you don't have a lot of sauces there. Um, nice. You, you don't, but would you have things that well complement it? So you have some onions and what have you. But so so the the Impossible Burger is quite good. Then we have the just basically the basic. Uh, Angus uh, beef, and then mm. we have elk. Mm. Yeah, that's the expensive one. The elk, damn, with a little blue cheese. Nice. I think they, they oh man, that. I can't imagine what that. I think they did that for like. me because I insisted on the blue cheese. And so the elk burger, I mean, they, they are spectacular. They're quite good. Um, but then they they went and put all these hot dogs. Okay, hot so dogs. The <laughs> hot dogs, and then then they went and um, made it a chili dog, right? And so so you can have it veg, the veggie style, so the vegetarian chili. Or, or or the the real chili and so you know chili. I just I quite often just get the veggie stuff because I, I know it's healthier for me and I eat it for the flavor. The Can taste. you tell the difference between them? It's You've hard. had both. It, it, I'm assuming you had it's both. Hard. It's hard. Yeah, they're either just as good. But then you got all the sauces, the Mornay cheese sauce on there. That's, oh, that's quite good. That sounds good. Uh, of course, I love the the jalapenos. But you know they're Ooh. they're 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 the jalapenos are are great. But um, you know and and um, they're. They're spicy, what have you, but but you know, okay for a white guy to handle. <laughs> uh, what's but the name of this place? One more time. It's called uh, Shovels Bar and Grill. Shovels. And so. Shovels or shovel? Shovels. So shovels, as in you know, a shovel, yeah. because um, you know the people who made the money in the gold rush, people they selling the shovels. hardware, mm. selling they the shovels, the, people yeah, yeah. who are taking care of the the miners, right? Those yes. are, and so that's kind of the the. Um, the, the homage, uh, a, the, a nod out to uh, the the San Francisco gold miners. Mm-hmm. Nice. And so, um, yeah. So, so the yeah, you look at the bar. They uh, um, they did a great job. It was taken over uh, right when COVID started. It's like, oh, okay. Damn. You know, we'll, we'll be down for a month, and um, you know, <laughs> Damn. because it was taken over from um, from an Irish pub, and, uh. and they got the kitchen up and running. And so that uh, we'll be done down for a month, and then you know we'll be back in business. No, nope. no one expected a whole. Jeez. Oh, nice. So long. So you know, business is picking up now. I mean, the the, the kitchen is is incredible. So you got those, and then of course the whiskey selection, which I kind of uh, have so a, lot, did a lot you, of influence on. You did. So mm-hmm. yeah, you were you just like enjoying your, the meal there, and then you were like, hey, this would actually, if you guys bought this, this would actually be good. Like you kind of like promoted them to spend on certain brands to emphasize the the meals that you were having so well i, I work closely with with the uh the the owners there i mean so so i just i'm pretty integrated with with it um i i basically all my uh, the whiskey tastings i'm doing are being uh, are profiting the bar they're, they're, nice. they're going through the liquor license there so it is bringing money into the bar which definitely needs it yeah um wow that's and, cool um yeah so and then of course you know i love the food there it's nice. Great. It so, works out. so I, I I I get there maybe once a week to hang out, uh, but I'm I'm working on trying to create a more uh, uh, whiskey program there to uh-huh. do some regular tastings um, at the bar with bringing in brand ambassadors, and of course uh, I'm trying to think about maybe doing my um, my tastings like uh, making a hybrid where. Um, Hmm? The virtual tastings, maybe I mean, because do, maybe doing it live or have people there with me at the same time, but oh. also also broadcasting on oh, Zoom. Because, that would be dope. Because um, not everybody can make it there, and you still want to educate, it's, right? It's nice being at home. You don't have to worry about driving, and, yeah. and then we have people from wherever, right? They don't have to be in San Francisco. Yeah. So we have people from you know around the state uh, who, who tune in every couple of weeks. So on, on the um, the program, we're doing the uh, the Scottish Distilleries A to Z, where we're tasting. 
we're going to go through every distillery that's been um, in Scotland uh, since World War II. Uh, you know, some of them are silent, and so we, we would get the products from uh, from independent bottlers who picked up some cask. Um, each bottle, so we go through six samples, six one ounce samples. The average price of each bottle is three hundred dollars. How are you affording this? First of all, so so, so well, are you a drug dealer by trade? Like, <laughs> well, those no, bottles no. are not cheap. <laughs> well, yeah, because right? I'm selling to people. It's one hundred and forty dollars to participate. So you you get six samples. Um, one ounce samples, um, and so yeah, I mean, so people you know who are participating with it. So basically, we're it's like eighteen hundred dollars worth of bottles of whiskey. Ooh. You get to try these things, you know, all of them for one hundred forty dollars, uh, and it's kind of a group. There's a lot of right now a lot of regulars, and so it's kind of a community. And so we have a, a gentleman from um, uh, oh, from down in Southern California who's coming up, you know, to take his kid to college, and he wants to stop by, you know. Meet everybody that he's, he knows online. So it's kind of developing a uh, kind of relationship, a cool. kind of family for people who are really enjoying this <clears throat> yeah. as we taste together. Uh, because, you know, that, that's part of it. Again, you want to you uh, enjoy the experience with other people. And so we, you know, we still have a few spots every week that uh, are available for other people to join in. And um, um, that's yeah, so awesome. it just, it just it's a great cool. little opportunity to, to taste stuff that, you know, a lot of these things we're tasting, you'll never taste again because the bottles just aren't available. Right. right. Um, and, and sometimes the hundred dollar bottle is as good as the you know eight hundred dollar bottle. Right? right. So because the average price is three hundred dollars a bottle, which means that some of these bottles are eight hundred dollars or more. Um, Damn. And, and some of the bottles are less expensive. And you know one, you know the last week we had one of the bottles was one hundred ten dollar bottles. Like God, that's a good bottle. Wow. Um, it doesn't matter that it was one of the cheaper bottles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. this is good timing, mm-hmm. you know, because wow. after the pandemic, what I've been noticing, I went to a bar the other day. And you that did, thing, huh? You yeah. went. I think I saw it. <laughs> and that thing was packed. 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 And Doug, Doug Liz, Dougie Doug, this is a great, oh, like, yeah. this great is a timing. Great, yeah. You know, Professor Doug, you, am I right? Mm-hmm. This is great timing because everybody wants to be out. So... You're you're going to be growing with people with a new mm-hmm. all the time because people can't wait to learn and get and just to get out and I try mean, new things. I mean, let's just think about like how many well, different whiskeys there actually are. You know, how many whiskeys that there's got to be thousands upon thousands of different brands, different types. Right. Yeah. yeah. So now here here's another bourbon. If you want to dump that, I can give you a dump bucket. You don't have to drink it. Um, but um, that word's dump. So here's a fun bourbon. So, as I was talking to you earlier about cutting it, uh, you taking the proof down. So, any powerful proof you want to like? Here, here's somebody who found a little loophole. When they cut it down, it wasn't specified exactly what you're cutting it with. You're just cutting it, and so it's kind of assumed you use water. Well, this person, a few whiskey, I think from Illinois, decided to cut this with coffee. No what espresso? So, so this is fun. So this was entered in our competition, and I did not tell the judges exactly what it was. Nice. I always like that. Um, like you tricked me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, the coffee is not prominent. It's not obvious there. Yeah, I can't smell it. Um, but but some of the judges, when, when I told them what it was cut with, they went back with their notes like, oh, yeah, these notes indicate flavors that you could associate with coffee. Um, but it's not it's not prevalent. 
there. So, so if you taste this, you smell it. You know, I don't necessarily get the coffee there. So what happened is, is there was, there's not a specific um, saying what you cut it with. So what they did is they cut it with cold, cold. brew coffee. Yeah, cold. Do you know brew. why they would use cold brew coffee no instead, instead of regular coffee that was hot? Oh, maybe because it the lasts heat? longer or right? the heat. It lasts, does it last longer as, you know, like you said, the heat and the I think flavor the heat would change different the flavor. flavor, right? So, like you're saying earlier, like mm-hmm. uh, the cold and the heat, like you're you're in mm-hmm. Ireland or England, mm-hmm. that the barrels take longer. Is that correct? So, what is it about cold brew Opposite coffee? Opposite uh, Okay, hot coffee, coffee which is you know you heat it up, you put it through the the kernels, boom, or the the grounds, mm-hmm. as opposed to cold, where you're you're soaking it in cold. Yeah. The Can big you? the big difference is bitterness. Mm. The cold brewed coffee. So try this sometime. Do it. You do the cold brew coffee. It's sweeter. What? It's not as bitter. No. So the, so the heat brings out more bitterness. So so I mean, if you like your coffee, try it. Make some cold brew coffee. Then after after it's picked up all the flavor from the grounds, and you want it to be warm. Then heat it afterwards. What? Your cold brew coffee will be less bitter. Interesting. So what is that? An overnight brew? Kind of yeah. Huh? Interesting. So so this Amazing. is they use the cold. The uh, cold brew coffee. Yeah, it says cold brew coffee because here. Um, it's not as bitter. The so, addition. I mean, of think s- about it. You know, you know, at a campfire, I got this percolator coffee pot. Bought the percolator to make some coffee at, at the campfire. It's you know, like the, the percolator really gets really, really hot. Yeah. The smell, the aroma is like, oh my god, I love the aroma. You taste that coffee? It's bitter. Mm. Oh, it's terrible. You got to throw creamer or sugar. It's or something. terrible. That's interesting. Right, it's very the smell. It's a great smell in the camp in, in the campsite, but the it's terrible. So you gotta, you know. So when I'm camping now, I, I got a French press, right, to right. make the coffee. Because, French press all day, um, all day. This is some intriguing shit. Right? French wow. press all day. I just so I still use the coffee pot for heating <laughs> heating the water, but but um, so French press. As you're teaching people, right, and this is perfect. Just on cold brew coffee, it leaves. So now taste it. Have you tasted it? It leads into my next question. So that means every day, every month, every three months, so on, so on, you're looking for new whiskeys that are out there that are different. There's for tons your, of them. For your 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 crowd or your audience or right? the, the, the viewers. <laughs> it's a tough life. Oh, my God. <laughs> there's got to be so many, right? There's so I many. Know. I hope you feel sorry for me. Oh man! Oh no! I mean, I'm looking at your library, and it's like, who's about to give you a group hug? (laughs) But yeah, um, how often do you go out and try to find new whiskeys to add to your collection to show and educate other people? I mean, it's a constant. It's a it's a constant um, process, right? But um, oh, that's good. But do you taste this? It's it's um, so good. I like it. So, so the coffee, oh, it's, not, like it's it. not prominent, Woo. but it's, um, yeah. Thank I, goodness. I love has a lot of flavor. Thank mm-hmm. goodness you don't taste the coffee. I hate coffee. Oh. But I love this because you don't, it's, you don't taste it, it. You don't taste it at all. It has a smooth, it goes down smooth. Right. And it has and a it, lot of flavors has to a, it. You hit it. Yeah. Took the word so right out of my mouth. So many. Few. Yeah, a few spirits from Chicago. They make um yeah, then they oh god, I wish I had their just the regular whiskey one because that would have been a great one to have because what they make a a few makes a, a regular whiskey? Well they make a, a 
big range of whiskeys, but the few just whiskey. God, I don't have it here, do I? Few. Which is which is a combination of their single malt, a uh, combination of uh, anyway they blend a lot, but it's got a small amount of uh, peat in there of, of the smoke. Oh. And there, I think you know you would enjoy it quite a bit as opposed because I I know this wasn't your favorite, but just a more uh, small essence of it. Um, would be something uh, I, I really like that one. That, yeah. So I, do that. I definitely have my favorites uh, already. Here's one you might like. But, uh, <laughs> thumb butt or thumb butte? Is that thumb butte? Oh. Thumb wow. butte. Trust me, I know. That's butte, not butt. <laughs> I, you don't want, I, yeah, you don't I want to put thumb no, 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 and butt me. together, right? No. Butte Lake. Uh, Black Butte Lake. There's actually Black one up north. Butt. It's butte. And we used to call it Butt Lake, like Black Butt. But um, shouts out to Joel and uh, <laughs> and all the people, at Philippe, everybody I went to camp. We went to oh, camp out there, gotcha, and it's gotcha, called gotcha. Black Butte Lake. Yeah, Ben, Dave, Janet was there, Lyra. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, that was cool. So you didn't open that bottle. That's a little concerning coming from you, Douglas. It is open. It's a little, is it? You had a little something? I've had a sip of it. It's been open. But, uh, okay, oh. So here, let's, we got to have some of this. This is an incredible uh, distillery on 10th Street uh, here in San Jose. Local. A couple of Indian dudes who are uh, engineers and... and um, nice, wow. So they just decided just to make one. They decided, oh, and they're doing a spectacular job. Wow. Um, we're going to do a... Um, Coming up, we're gonna do a blending class at their at their distillery. It's on, it's on Tenth Street, <laughs> and, in San uh, in San Jose, San Jose, right so here. These guys are, so, so this is a, this is a pretty much equivalent to a Scotch. Okay. Um, I smell very, very incredible, very smart. Um, I smell the Scotch. Gentlemen. Oh yeah, definitely smell the Scotch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we're gonna do a blending class there. We're basically we're gonna um, smell the ethanol. We're gonna have like three or four different barrels that are distinctly different. We're gonna get the, you know the, the the barrels. We'll taste them all. We'll have little vials. We'll decide um, how to blend it. Create your own blend. Um, put it you know with the proportions you want to get the flavors you want. Some of them will there'll be different uh, levels of, of peating in, in the cast. Oh wow! So you and then oh wow and then you know then after it's over you you know you'll bottle up your own bottle and take it home. Oh, this is another chocolate. What? Gun? So you can, oh what? I mean chocolate. Just you know, chocolate. Goes I mean, anything. it just yeah. You no. got any blue cheese? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm craving blue cheese. Yeah, I don't know. Right. Blue sure. cheese has been named like thir- thirteen times in this yeah. episode. Actually, yeah, we need to hit up Lazy Dog and get one of them burgers, one of them blue cheese burgers, for sure. Um, but this. Um, so anyway, this is younger. Tenth so Street, off of course, of San Jose. of course, younger whiskey, because you know the, it's a newer distillery, but they're doing an incredible job there. This Ooh, one is, wow, so that it's, is it's, a good so scotch. Then you got, uh, oh, wow, one, that is smooth. You've got a little bit of the smoky flavor. Actually, this one is not peated at all, but but it just, you can almost um, think it is a little bit. Um, pork cast. But, uh, yeah, so basically uh, you're finishing in the pork cast. This is, um, what's the name of it? This is good. It's 10th Street. 10th American Street. American whiskey. It's a holiday edition. Yeah, from and the copper from. pot stills. Wow, so you don't hear that very often. No, copper copper pot stills are are um are very popular. I mean, most scotches in a popper uh, popper pot, 
copper <laughs> Chester copper pot. <laughs> oh, there it is, Chester copper pot. That's I wonder what that's where they got that from. They might have Chester copper pot. Holiday edition, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's actually really good scotch. So what holiday? Since they call it a holiday, it's probably, it's probably from last year, but um, does it matter? Yeah, well, I'll do it on Easter, if you're Thanksgiving, yeah, right. Christmas, <laughs> a salad <laughs> with a salad with blue cheese, salad holiday. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm, that is actually really good. I would actually buy that. No, I would I'm buy that. Try it right now. Tenth okay. Street. If you have, if I was going to collect my my whiskeys, I, I, I can order you a bottle from Shovels. How much do you usually go awesome. for? Awesome. Heck yeah. Wow. Then, then deliver it to you. How much do you usually go for? Yeah. I to look before I well, you know what? Out. Let's it's, look it up. It's probably, around, it up. probably around $60. Yeah, before uh, I jump out there, give me like three bottles. You're like, they're $200 Street each. Street Scotch American Whiskey. Probably, look it yeah, up. I have to look at my, uh, my price list. Um, oh, yeah. They're 60 bucks mm -hmm. average. Uh, sixty, seventy, no, sixty, ninety-nine. So it's not bad. That's not. Uh, you know what? It's respected. And and just like Doug was saying earlier, seventy. Your bottles are gonna go down slower because it's not like you're partying and just throwing them in back. You're, okay. So you're gonna they're gonna last. Okay. Let, let right? me let they're me ask well, well, so you better not be partying and throwing this back. So again, back to um, whiskeys of the. Uh, gonna, uh, back to my question. education. Um, uh, deal. This stuff is for enjoying. It's for right. your. It's for your palate enhancement. It's not for getting drunk. We don't get drunk because um, life's all about memories. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you can't remember the night before, what's the purpose? Um, unless your friend's well, a good storyteller and embellish the story for and you. And you're okay. trying to drown drown those memories. You know, <laughs> there might be something you're going through. You want to drown. Right. You know. So, but well, that brings me to the question, though. Okay. Because I'm collecting my bar and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm starting to gather. This is a gathering of like, obviously I have my favorites, you have your favorites. Mm -hmm. And like now I'm going to start like looking for these labels. Now, if you have people over, this is a sipping that's, that's a one, and, one and done, right? That's going to last a long time. Mm -hmm. But if you have somebody over, what would be a good whiskey to celebrate with? Can I, can I answer that one? So. The cheapest of the cheapest. Well, no, no. no I, like if Doug comes over my house, and I'm sorry to interrupt Doug because this is your show. So if Doug <laughs> comes over, and you come over, right? Mm -hmm. And I like both of you. I'm gonna give y'all a good little, you know, bottle of Ten Street or something, right? Right. Nothing cheap. Nothing because I got some expensive bottles at the house. This is good. And people, not everybody's getting those bottles, those drinks. So, you know, they're gonna get that that Hennessy regular bottle of Hennessy. That everybody's sharing in the kitchen, you know. And do you? Um, so but what's your? But there's certain like. There's something in between, right? That's what I'm trying to it? get at. That's what I'm trying to get out, Douglas. Like, if what would be an in between of a not like a, a Jack Daniels like total like. Jack Daniels so, is not a great great whiskey, but like, what would be a good compliment to an in between to celebrate with? And and go through the whole bottle. So if, if you want a um, if you okay one one product I really like is Glen Moray, um, which is particular whiskey. You know, but you're, it's a Scotch, and you're going to spend about thirty dollars a bottle on it. I mean, good. and it's um it's like I was asking, it's like how do they make this so cheap? Um, Glen Moray. I'm trying to remember how they make it so cheap. It, it's, it's some big quantities. It, it's a 
good whiskey for a very low price. So the the Glen Murray. Um, probably have it somewhere. Somewhere, but so so this is a good whiskey for a higher price. This is a um, and of course I can sell this to you. But this is a um, a, a Glen 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 Alake. Glen Alake. Glen Alake. Glen Glen Alake. A fifteen year Scottish. Yeah, well, we'll call it Scottish. From the uh, this is a um, let's see, distilled, matured, and bottled in Scotland. What's it? Uh, Glenallachie. What is it matured in? Let's see. Let's see if we can sell, tell from the smell. So this is a fifteen year. All right, fifteen year. This oh is boy. gonna. This is probably gonna be a sixty dollar, seventy dollar product at least. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, I like the Ten Street so far. Oh yeah, Ten Street is amazing. Ten Street. It's been good, and let let this be the last one as we wrap this up. But yeah, okay. Glen Alachie. Um, if this is going to be the last one, before we drink, we're doing another salute. Okay. <laughs> sure. Shots All out. right. To our guest, Douglas Smith. Mr. Douglas Smith. Um, professor. Was a professor, Douglas Smith. Do you have anybody you would like to mention for this this, this Your friends, toast? family. Your, so, this would be your, a toast. Your class. So I appreciate my mom. He abused me when I was a child. <laughs> Like, yeah. all, like all of them. Like yeah, all she, she forced me to eat oatmeal and millet and other whole grain cereals. <laughs> millet. <laughs> My friends all got Cocoa Puffs and Corn Flakes, oh, you yeah, know? Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I felt abused. You were one of those. Um, oh, okay. I'm with you. And yeah. so what else? And so, you know, I never get developed a sweet tooth, right? So now when I go out, I got to buy these expensive desserts, right? So she financially <laughs> affected me. Um <laughs> But I know her heart was in the right place, so this is to mom. To his nice. mom, wow. Miss, <laughs> Mrs. Smith. Wow. Dang, that's a hell of a man. I know. <laughs> that's uh, a really, really cool You can't have the Fruit Loops. Nuh-uh. Okay. Dude, I, dude, my boy Jacob was the same. That's I would come over was. to the house, and it would have like the you know the wheat, the wheat, mm-hmm. the shredded wheat with no sugar on it. Yeah, I had nothing. <laughs> the only thing... Um, Shouts out to Jacob. Crazy I could have was, <laughs> was Honey Nut Cheerios. I Dude, get, that's sugar. I know, but I couldn't get no frosty. I didn't have frosted flakes until I was like fifteen. Dude, 16. we were, oh yeah. So I went to camp. I went to camp and they had the Cheerios with no sugar in it. So mm. the Cheerios, we used to put syrup on on top of it. Way, huh? Yeah, because they serve um, hotcakes. Wow. <laughs> but but taste is this. Uh, I, right. it, it, it tastes like mainly mainly a bourbon finished bourbon, but. Really? My, my my God! Do you do you get this? Wow! Shirt? This is a this is Scotch. This is Scotch. This, this is pretty nice. Man, this is beyond nice. Better than Tenth Street? Oh, man. No, no, well, well it's better well, than the other Scotches. Ten, it's different than Tenth. Tenth Street yeah. had a more fullness, robustness to it. Yeah. This is just very elegant. With all the Scotches we had. This, so the Glen yeah. Alkey Fifteen. This, oh, I mean, wow. this is this is a lot. This is interesting. This is kind of right now. If I had a flower, I would throw it at it. You know, you like in the opera. Yeah, this will be the drink right here. It's smooth. Wow. It's good. It's delicious. Okay. Yeah. What's the name of this one again? Glenallachie. Glenallachie. This is just, yeah. Classic Scottish. So actually, I'm looking at doing a um, kind of a vertical tasting with this where we're going to do a couple 29-year-olds, uh, the 18 and 15 and 12. And I'm trying to get the uh, the um, kind of the owner, the producer, um <clears throat> Billy Walker to join us, but um, we're going to have to do it at a weird time because he's in Scotland. So, oh. uh, anyways, this is something I'm trying to put on the schedule. I might get it. I might end up just having a recording of him, but mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see. But if I can, um, 
Yeah, maybe I'll do it on a Friday, on a Saturday or a Sunday, uh, early, earlier in the morning, so nice. I can get him to join us at the, uh, you know, when he doesn't have to, <laughs> have to be. Yeah, that's a long way sleep. to go. So I'm like looking at, I'm looking at it right now. I'm, p- I'm picking out my stuff. We got Whippersnapper. Do you have any picks? You want to p- pick out the the best um, ones you think? I like Tim's. I like that one we just had. Was it Mag? Was it? The fifteen year old, the Glenn Alecky, the, the Glenn, Glenn Alecky. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Wow, I would tear that to pieces. Um, I also like the old Elk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that's a decent bourbon. It's fine. And I liked, last but not least, this one. What was this mm-hmm. one? No, oh, the, the I, Isaac, Isaac Bowman. Bowman. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like the Isaac, Isaac Bowman. Bowman. I would pick uh, the Few. The Few was very good. Um, I was really impressed by it, and I'm ready to try that. Uh, the other one you were talking about, the other yeah, um, just the few whiskey. It's called few whiskey. Um, few whiskey. Yeah, I'm surprised. Well, oh yeah, and the got o- it. Got it down to the bar. So hey, you know what? Let's. Um, how often do you guys get to San Francisco? Not very often. Not very but, often. I mean, but shoot, if you call, sorry, you know we'll what? come down. Yeah. We'll we'll set a date. We'll go to the bar. We'll have some um, some uh, some elk burgers and uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm and, enjoy. Uh, yeah, we'll have a. I'm do, down. We'll do a date. Hey, let, let's get your listeners. We'll we'll do a. Um, uh, we'll do a Domingo and Neil uh, podcast uh, tasting at I'd the like bar. That. I'd like hey, that. Hey man, that live. That will, yeah, and we we can do we can do a uh, we can do a podcast from there. I would totally be man, down for that. To- <laughs> hey, I am down a I thousand like percent. <laughs> I told you he was a cool ass dude. Cool man. dude. When that was the first thing I say, I was like, hey, he's a cool dude, man. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I'm not cool ass. <laughs> That's hot. That's hot ass. He's hot ass. Hey, so Tenth Street, Old Elf. The one and, thing I have uh, to say, thank you for coming on our show, right? Yeah. And one, thank you for educating not just us but our listeners. And two, for anybody who's working or doing something they don't like doing or they have a dream, do that dream because look what you're doing, Doug. Look what you did. You, it's appreciation you, for you know. He art was an engineer. He had this concept in his head instead of just thinking about it and just always wishing and letting it come to him. Doug, you went to it and you created this whiskey phenomenon that's getting bigger and growing. So that is what I appreciate about you totally. Not just being a down-to-earth guy, but just doing that, saying, you know what, I'm doing it. And I mean, what a step. good time! What a kind of good time to do it too, because um, I mean, the pandemic um, automatically like liquor, liquor sales mm-hmm. went up. Forty percent. Yeah, it went up, and like now you're bringing it to a totally different. Actually, this is a perfect time for me because now I, I appreciate all of the, all the, the the small differences between each and alcohol. Like this is amazing. Yeah. This is this is education. Somebody's gonna ask me, what did you learn? Yeah, I, I wrote down about the malt, right? I, was yeah. like, I, I learned that, man, this is some good shit. <laughs> but I also learned you could drink a whiskey with a motherfucking salad <laughs> with some blue cheese. Right? <laughs> blue man, cheese and a salad. <laughs> blue cheese and a salad. For real. And get some chocolate in there. And that's, <laughs> that's wonderful. Thank you, Doug. So, you Doug, um, you have an event coming up in September, correct? So, well, the, well, the whiskeys of the world, that, um, which I, I have an interest in, 
So, um, yeah, that's coming up September in um, September San Francisco. September 24th. 24th and 25th in San Francisco. We also have in San Jose, if you want to stay close to home and, and walk home afterwards, at the Hayes Mansion. I don't know if you've been to Hayes Mansion. That's a beautiful property. Wow. Um, we're doing, yeah. I think, October 9th at I'm the Hayes there. Mansion. Yeah, it's gorgeous. That one, I own there. But then again, at uh, whiskeyedu.org. We have a lot of uh, these virtual events coming up uh, on a regular basis, and, and also some dinners coming up, um, some local dinners. Um, nice. For, um, yeah, there's a molecular whiskey pairing dinner coming up um, August uh, 18th. Oh, it's coming out. Oh, wow. That's right so, around the corner. Um, so we're working on a venue for that. Um, but, um, yeah, that'll be quite a spectacular. Got a guy coming in, bringing in from, um, from Scotland. Wow. Doing this molecular whiskey pairing, um, nice. so it's gonna. We'll have a you know a nice, nice dinner with like about eight whiskeys uh, and trying to really, instead of talking about it here, we're gonna actually you know be tasting it. Yeah, I'm to be down with that. Hey, you got That's our numbers. Cool. Just give us a text <laughs> and let us know. Like we'll promote it. Like uh-huh. we'll put it on our our page for mm-hmm. sure and, and um, promote it. I'm coming to that one in October. Okay, uh, that's a guarantee. I'm coming to the one in October. And then I want to do another, uh, like a whiskey or a, a cigar, uh, cigar rendezvous. I want to do it again, like in four months at the San Jose History Park, where there'll be a cigar event. Mm, with, uh, with Same uh, spot. Yeah, with uh, with uh, some whiskey along with it, but I'm working on that now. I got to set a date and put that. Um, nice. Because um, they, they invited me back. They had did a good job. Perfect. No, nobody was um, out of hand. Right. And um, Wonderful. it's a great place for it. And of course, you know, the, uh, brings money to the history park. I don't do not know. Have you ever been to the San Jose History Park? No. So it, so basically, they have a bunch of old historical buildings which they all brought in to uh, to San Jose to the park there, uh, which you can go view. They have quite often will have the events there, different uh, um, a lot of the kind of family related events. But it, it's a kind of a wonderful little area. It's it's fun, uh, but they got a big lawn, a, a nice area to do some events, and so I can. Help support it, uh, bring money to it, and and uh, they like me because um, I, I I bring a lot of uh, cool people there who aren't there to get drunk. Yeah, uh, no, it's a right it's on. a respected intellectual mm-hmm. education program. And really. people just there just talking the breeze, shooting yeah. the breeze, and just enjoying life. Mm-hmm. San Jose Historic be, Park. Yeah, San Jose. And so history yeah, park. Do you do you know the uh, the sordid history of San Jose? Do you know okay Post Street? That used to be called El Dorado. It was a seedy place. It was a place where you had had the 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 the, um, the houses, the uh, the the um, I'm sorry, the 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 uh, the lady houses, the place. What do you call it? The um, I can't think of the name. Oh, the, like uh, the brothels. Yeah, the brothels. What I mean, it, it was just it was it it was a it was a rough San Jose was a rough seedy area. Wow. So um, to clean it up, they they changed the name from um, El Dorado. To Post Street, because they, it was just a bad seed area. Interesting. And mm. so, and it worked, but but it's fun to know that history. Mm-hmm. San Jose is not just a. It was a. It was a rough town. It was. I didn't know. And going know back that. and understanding this history, I mean, it, it's kind. Of, it's kind of, It's a lot of fun actually to know. Nice. You know the past. There's a lot there that uh, actually we we need to work on develop because it helps. You know, bring in a little bit of a culture and and, yeah. and, uh, and and tourism right um and of course we have the um the fox theater right that has been redone that's a beautiful i mean a very beautiful house down there so there's a lot going on in in san jose and so bringing culture the uh, theater and different stuff is very important to developing 
um, downtown. And it's just San Jose downtown. It's always been this close to happening. It, but it hasn't happened for 10 years. It's going to happen. Know, you know? I know. It's, it's been a slow-moving train mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. sure because he had all the tech companies going mm-hmm. in there and whatnot. But, yeah. Um, History Park, San Jose. Mm-hmm. Do you hear that, Al? You hear that, Uncle Le- Lenny? Yes. So, uh, cigar, <laughs> cigar festival, you know, the Miles whiskey brothers. festival. Cigar rendezvous. I got these two dudes to call I'm them. down with the that. Miles brothers, mm-hmm. and they both. We we share. Matter of fact, they, I think they gave me a Cuban. No, I shared a Cuban cigar with them. So that's if we if that happens, I might even yeah. hit them up and be like, "Come on, YouTube. Yeah, that would be do nice. This. All right. Hey, man, this is wonderful. Thank you, Douglas. Thank you so much, Douglas Smith. Hey, thank you for having me here. It's been wonderful. It's been spectacular. Yeah, man. And this is not the last one. Yeah, uh, let's keep building. Let's keep building on it. Yeah, he's he's gonna be part of the fam, man. Whiskeyedu.org. Please check it out and support your local. Um, Shots out and um, much respect to you, Mr. Smith. All right, thank you. Cheers. Cheers on that note. All right. Hey, uh, <laughs> this, is, this is it. Two Bay Area dudes.